Is that? Oh, it's welcome to a brand new episode of the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we break down self arena metas and go over new stuff. And holy cow, there's a lot of stuff to cover. My name is Steven, aka a boy in the woods. Joining me as always is Jesse Rocket Admin J. Holy cow, do we have a lot to cover today? Uh, we're gonna like jump right in. Unless do you have? Hi. I didn't know we were going right now. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, we, we're we're jumping in. We're okay. live. Okay. Uh, hopefully, people are, are joining us here shortly. Um, oh no! Whoa! I got it! I got it! I Oops. got it! Oopsie doopsie! That's uh, what happens when I don't mute myself on my phone. No worries. Um, we're gonna jump right in. Uh, first topic. Uh, amongst many many updates in the last two weeks. Um, make your voices heard. Vote for February Community Day's featured Pokemon. This is the first time ever that Niantic has has requested community feedback on uh, Community Day uh, Pokemon selection, uh, amongst many other firsts in this sort of um, update. So let's just let's see. Um, announcements. Voting day. Remember Saturday, February first. That's going to be. This coming weekend. This coming weekend. If you're listening to this on Friday when it releases, I'm going to try and put this out like Friday morning so people can listen to it early. Um, if you are listening to this on release or the day after, it is time to vote on what Community Day Pokemon you want featured in February. First time ever they're doing this. It's from 12 a.m. to 11.59 p.m. in your local time zone. So that's 24 hours? 23 hours and 59 minutes? <laughs> Um, if you want to get specific votes will be counted via the total number of field research tasks completed globally within the allotted time uh, the announcement of the winner will be on Monday February 3rd the February community day um, let's see the community day in February will be Saturday February 22nd featured bonus will be three times catch stardust Per the last update, Community Day for Trainers in the Northern Hemisphere will run from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. local time, while in the Southern Hemisphere it will run from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. local time. So, let's go over the candidates. Are you ready for me to be incredibly conflicted? (laughs) I mean, there's an obvious answer here. My uh, Coming in first on this list, it's not necessarily numbered in a particular order. Uh, And breaking the mold for community days, for the most part. I guess Eevee was definitely a two-stage evolution, but it was also incredibly bizarre with multiple evolutions. Uh, First on this list is Vulpix. Vulpix is a two-stage evolution and has the potential to have a community day, which means its shiny will be released after waiting way too long. But then again, we also have like Weedle, which can't be shiny yet. Boggles my mind. Vulpix. Uh... Vulpix will be appearing in the wild in eggs. Alolan Vulpix will be appearing in field research and raid battles. Evolve Vulpix or Alolan Vulpix into Ninetales or Alolan Ninetales for the charge attack Weather Ball. So Ninetales, uh, Cantonian Ninetales will learn Fire-type Weather Ball. Alolan Ninetales will learn Ice-type Weather Ball. These are were attacks that were exclusive to cast form. Uh, shiny Vulpix will also become available for the first time in Pokemon Go. Uh, shiny Alolan Vulpix has already been out, but it is very uncommon. 
So it being available within raids and field research will definitely uh, up those odds. And I would assume that the shiny rate would shiny rate in the back end of the game would be boosted as well. You would assume, hopefully. Um, Weather ball does that do anything to you for uh, Vulpix for uh, Ninetales? Flamethrower. It's a better flamethrower. Is it a faster flamethrower? Faster flamethrower. Uh, from what I've heard, people are like, eh, it's still better with overheat, Psyshock overheat. That's just because people like to blow things up. Mm, people are pyros, pyromaniacs. Okay. Um, how does that make you feel with uh, a, a Lolan Ninetales? Uh, the Weather Ball would be a nice alternative to Ice Beam. It'd mm-hmm. fire faster, and it'd even be better if you're running a Charm Ninetales. Mm, that way you have a little bit faster of a spam with uh, yeah. a nice type move. Because um, we know how often Venusaur is prevalent. And I mean, you can use fire shock, or you can use sorry, psy shock. Mm-hmm. But why not have stab? Right, 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 right. Yeah, that would make a very interesting matchup between Alolan Ninetales and Venusaur because the poison beats poison beats the fairy, but the ice beats the grass. Mm-hmm. So having that um, faster ice type move is definitely a a, ben- a benefit to it. Yes, but I think a lot of people are just with the. And you'll get to that candidate here soon enough. I think people don't particularly... The cuteness factor is, I think, what's carrying it in the running. Uh-huh. Because it is adorable. Yes. And for those who don't know, uh, Vulpix is my favorite Pokemon. And that is why I'm conflicted in this list. Uh, I very much want uh, Shiny Vulpix. Um, and if you haven't already seen it, Shiny Ninetales is probably one of the better design Shinies out there. It's a little bit more than just a color swap. Yeah, it's... Uh, like a gray silver with like blue tips of its tails, yep. which is just awesome. Yep. So um, nowhere, actually sort of to go back to the very beginning information on this, nowhere in this list does it ever mention uh, that when one Pokemon is selected, the rest can't be, can't have a community day. In the future. So there's, yeah, so there's a chance that this will help pick sort of the order in which. They release um, the next off couple months. Yeah. Um, which is definitely interesting. Uh, to go into the next sort of first ever, uh, Machop. Evolve Machop into Machamp for exclusive attack payback. Dark type move, right? Dark type move? Yep. Uh, dark type charge attack will give Machamp good coverage to deal with psychic and ghost type Pokemon that might otherwise give it trouble. First, the the first ever of this is Machop's already has a shiny. The, Mach- the shiny's already out. Uh, plenty of people already have Machamps ready and raid ready, uh, PvP ready, all of that kind of things. Um, Payback is definitely an interesting move for coverage. Um, It already has plenty of options as far as in its fighting type. Uh, It also has some option within the rock type to help beat its flyer, um, the the flyers that hit it so very hard. Um, Payback is a very interesting, I would maybe more niche, it's also another one of these moves that we don't have information because it's not in the game yet. Doesn't um, uh, Persian or anybody? No one has it yet? Nope. Interesting. Because um, that was a very early... Payback was in, what, Gen 1 or Gen 2? No, that was Gen... That was until later. Really? Yeah. Huh. I would have thought that it with um, Meowth it would be... No, what am I thinking of? That was of? Payday. Payday. That's what I'm thinking of. The candy bar. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Machop's evolution line into Machamp. Payback is more of a thing for PvP. I don't see too many people caring about this one just because it is available as shiny. Uh-huh. 
This, along with another one that you'll mention here shortly, I think are more geared towards PvP looking forward. And I don't know if anybody's noticed a trend with Niantic and what they've been doing in Pokemon Go. A lot of the content we've been getting lately is geared towards PvP. Mm -hmm. You look at the Heatran coming back. You had the Lotties coming back. All of these are really good Ultra and uh, Master League Pokemon, uh -huh. especially Heatran because of the ever-prominent dragons in the meta. Dragons and fairy. Tiers. Yeah. yeah. It's it's going to be a, a reasonable dragon counter, an absolute destroyer of fairy. So you yeah. run it with a dragon. Honestly, dragon, steel, fairy is going to be a very powerful oh. type uh, combo for uh, 3v3 matchups. So. But I think Machop probably the least, one of the least interested ones, just because we don't know enough about it. Yeah. Plus, it is available. Yeah, it's already available. It already has some um, coverage. Yeah. Uh, adding double coverage, I don't know how it would perform having both. What is it? Rock throw. Rock slide. Rock slide and payday. payday. Counter is amazing. Counter is amazing as a fast move. Um. We were actually talking about it on the Discord server. Um, does it make sense to even run a second fighting move on it? Because counter does so much already. Uh, maybe. I you don't know. get your coverage. You do additional non-neutral stab damage, but you can just keep spamming counter. Yeah. I mean, he really only needs counter. Yeah. It, I think it'd be a question of depending on what it's going up against if he can outbulk. Yeah. So, uh, Number three on this list, Rhyhorn. Evolve Rhyhorn into Rhyperior for the exclusive attack Rock Wrecker, another move we don't have in the game. Known to be Rhyperior's signature move, the Rock-type charge attack will be a powerful addition to Rhyperior's repertoire. Nice, nice repertoire. Shiny Rhyhorn will also become available to encounter for the first time in Pokemon Go. That right there is the selling point, and I think that's the one that's going to win, unfortunately. The Shiny? Yeah. Shiny being available? It's because the, all of the rest of these mm -hmm. have had their Shiny or are Shiny in the game. Except already. for Volpix. The regular Volpix. Yeah. But I Weather think, but Weather Ball, it, the cuteness sells it. Weather Ball's not um, impressive enticing. enough. Yeah. It's not a brand new move. If it were Will-O-Wisp, we would be talking, <laughs> we would be singing a different tune. Yeah. But it is not. No, I think the big selling point is that, hey, look, this is something also Gen 1 that doesn't have a shiny yet. Surprise. I we, remember when we were playing Let's Go, uh -huh. one of our friends found a shiny Rhyhorn. And at first he was like, what's wrong with it? And I was like, that's a shiny. And he's like, oh, I wouldn't know that because we haven't seen it in the game yet. Yeah. Um, it's uh, jaundiced probably. It's orange. It needs, it needs more. Uh, what is it? It needs more vitamins. Vitamins. Um, we were talking the end of last community day. What Pokemon could have a community day? Rhyhorn was on that list. Yeah. We were, we were like, Rhyhorn, what move would it get? We weren't Rhyhorn, sure. Rhyhorn, Hopip, Dot. Um, go oh goodness. There was a couple of other ones. Weedle wouldn't get it, but Weedle would be interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, there was another Gen 1 Pokemon that was like, oh, what could that be? Um, There's a lot that still don't have them. That don't have shinies and could get pretty interesting community day moves. So with Rhyhorn to Rhyperior, one thing people will have to remember about this is you do need a Sinnoh Stone. Yes. Yes, but at this point, hopefully you have a bunch. I mean, we know a couple of people that... Have that were playing that started playing or weren't playing as much when Sinnoh Stones were as common as they were. Um, for sure, the grind for them will be difficult. Didn't um, 
weren't you guaranteed some Sinnoh stones during Swine Up um, Community Day? Yeah. So I think I think you'll probably it, be in the same boat. You'll get it'd like It'd be a smart five. move if they do it again. Yeah. But I'm just letting people know now, if you don't already have some, or if you're one, like one of us that are just like, oh, Sinnoh stones, I'll just throw these away. I'll get more. Yeah. Just make sure you have at least enough to get as many evolutions as you want to get. Yeah. You need the stones. Um, but not, Rock Wrecker is a you, move for th- PvP. That's right. Freestyle makes a good point. Uh, you did not get them during Ralts Community Day. No, that's right. Which I think because Rhyhorn requires for Rhyperior, it requires it. Like it doesn't have an alternate evolution. Kind of like Piloswine to Mamo. Yeah, Piloswine to Mamo Swine, it requires it. There isn't a branching evolution that right. doesn't require it. Gardevoir, you could just get normally. Gallade, yeah. you had to have the stone. Yeah, I, I imagine there's a chance they won't. But there's a good they chance will. they won't. Yeah, hopefully they will. <laughs> um, but as far as its relevance for PvP and overall meta, uh-huh. again, Rock Wrecker not being a move we know anything about in the... Uh, pogo yeah in the main series it was a very good spam move uh-huh. uh i would put it on par with something like horn attack or fury attack but a little bit better uh-huh. it's a very spammy move it could be like a uh, rock blast that we see in pogo right now but as far as pvp and pve goes riperior is always really good it's a brick wall but one thing people got to remember about Rhyperior is it is a ground and rock type. It does have numerous weaknesses, but it makes up for that in power. So because it is the only one that hasn't been released as a shiny and people seem to really, really, really care about their shinies, unfortunately, I think that's the one that's going to win. While Steven here is responding to someone. <laughs> Um, let's see. Yeah, so Rhyhorn's pro- is in lead, I would assume. Yeah. Uh, well, voting hasn't started, but I would assume Rhyhorn's probably going to get it. Yeah. Um, there have been multiple channels putting up polls and seeing what the general public feels, and it's it's not a shiny. We want it. Yeah, I mean it's an orange shiny, but when it evolves, it doesn't stay orange. Orange. It gets a yellow color. traffic coat. Yeah, yeah. It's the um <laughs> crossing guard. Yeah. <laughs> Crossing guard dawn. Um, all right. And then last, another odd one. Dratini, which has already had a community day and already has its... Uh, why is Rhyhorn a PvP move? I think they're talking about Rhyperior with the uh, Rock Wrecker. Uh-huh. It's just really good because there's not many fast-firing Rock-type charge moves. So if Rock Wrecker is what we think it is... It'll be a good fast move for... Or a good fast charge move. Uh-huh. Because currently Rhyperior only has Stone Edge. Mm, yeah, and Stone Edge is not... Not it's quick. A, it's a two bar, right? It's a one. It's a one bar? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> um, my limited experience running T-Tar in PvP. <laughs> yeah, not not fast enough. Really not fast enough. But the last enough. one on the list... Uh, this is interesting. It, this it's is interesting, a, yes. This is the spice pick this of all the of them. This is the spice. Driftini, which has already had a community day with, what, Draco Meteor? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the first community days. Uh, Dratini. Evolve Dratini into Dragonite for the charge attack superpower. That's the uh, fighting type move. Does that a buff or debuff? It's a debuff. Attack and defense. Yes. Uh, to yourself. Right? To yourself? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 
Powerful fighting type attack is a recent addition to Pokemon Go and could be a strategic option for Dragonite. For example, it could help Dragonite against ice and rock type Pokemon that would normally have advantage over it. Superpower could also help Dragonite deal with steel type Pokemon that are weak to fighting type attacks. So this is a really interesting one. Uh, Dragonite has never, when it's been around, has never been really relevant within metas because of its dragon and flying type. The flying type really adds... What a, flying type? <laughs> yeah. it's it, The dragon and flying, the flying adds additional weaknesses that just don't allow it to perform quite as well. Um, superpower would help uh, counter those big weaknesses, um, as well as ice, which just hits for tons of damage against Dragonite. Um, I don't think this would pr- push Dragonite into... Uh, super re- yeah, super relevance. Um, at least within Great League, just because of how small it has to be. Um, this also doesn't really have a whole lot of interest within the voting, from what I've seen, because we've already had a, a Dratini Dragonite Community Day. I mean, there are those people that are coming in, or those people that didn't play Peck while Steven's raising his hand. I do not have a shiny Dratini. I missed Dragonite Community Day, and. The thing is, is, you know, the general comment I always hear, well, you could trade one from your friend. It's expensive. Yeah. I mean, Dragonite's always going to be relevant. Everybody loves their Kanto Pokemon. This edition is mostly, this is the other one I was talking about when I said they had an edition more so focused on PvP. The PvP community, from what I've been seeing, is like, we need to vote Dragonite for this reason. This makes Dragonite relevant. Everyone wants to run their Dragonite. And it's like, yeah, I want to roll another 13 charge TMs to get that move. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yeah, Dragonite's another one that has quite a number of charge moves, isn't it? It's like seven now. Oh, gosh, no. Um, the benefit is uh, you are guaranteed it when you evolve it during community day. Yeah. So, But then if you want to try and get Dragon Claw, good luck. Spend that. Is it 75000 for yep. the next? Yeah. Ow. Um. Yeah, another reason why it's not super high up there. Um, to wrap up the voting for Community Day, the uh, in order to ensure... F- okay, I'm quoting PokemonGoLive.com, so... Source. Yes. Uh, in order to ensure... F- quote, in order to sh- ensure fairness, all candidates' field research tasks will have the same objective you'll need to complete in order to cast a vote for the February 2020 Community Day Pokemon. <sighs> Take a breath. Uh, the field research objective you'll need to compete will be catching 20 Pokemon to earn 200 Stardust. <coughs> Weak. It's it's not a lot, but because it's voting, they don't want to give you an absolute large amount. Realistically, you can put on a star piece and you can get a little bit more, but you know. I mean, let's be real. If I'm catching 20 Pokemon, 2,000 Stardust isn't too bad. That's true. Yeah, because you're already getting Stardust from catching it. If you want to just go ham and vote, then put a star piece on and grab three and just stack them up. Go for it. Box. Yeah. Um, Sit on a tri lure. uh, 75,000 for second move on Dragonite. Um, These four field research tasks you will see on voting day. Vote for Machop Community Day. Catch 20 Pokemon. Uh, Vote for Rhyhorn Community Day. Catch 20 Pokemon. Vote for Vulpix Community Day. Catch 20 Pokemon. Vote for Dratini Community Day. Catch 20 Pokemon. Uh, Field research tasks will be available on voting day, Saturday, Saturday, February 1st, 2020, from 12 a.m. to 
11.59 p.m. in your local time zone, every Pokestop that day will have a voting-relating research task. If the Pokestop you spin does not have a task for the Pokemon you want to vote for, please spin a different Pokestop. We will ensure that there is an even distribution of these research tasks among Pokestops. We will account for areas that have few, fewer Pokestops as well. Um, so this... Um, scanning over the last bit. Which... So, for people that are wondering how this is going to work, you go up to a photo disc, uh, Pokestop, spin it, make sure you have room in your inventory for the research. Is it Vulpix that you are looking for? Yes, that is the correct answer. You save that research. You then go find two more Vulpix, or if you want to vote for multiple, find those researches specifically for the Pokemon you want to do, and then catch 20 Pokemon to submit the vote. Finishing the research is how you submit the vote. Mm -hmm. So if you have one that you don't want to vote for or that's not what you want, yeet that research and look for another one. Yes. One thing I've seen a problem with for this uh, thing that I've seen in smaller communities ask this question is, what happens if I get all the stops in my area and I don't have the ones I want? Well, the first thing I would tell you to do is go somewhere else and look. But I know not everybody can travel so robustly when it comes to that kind of stuff. So one advice I can give to you is if you're part of a community or a group, have someone in your group go around and find out what all the research is and maybe ask them, hey, I'm looking to vote for Vulpix. Can you tell me where I can find the Vulpix stops? Work together as a community to find what votes are in what areas. And then if you happen to know someone in a different town over or jump in another group to say, hey, I'm looking for Vulpix Quest, where can I find them? One of the biggest things I think that Pokemon Go has always really been good at is getting you to talk with other people because there's no way to go, oh, look, there's a player's guide. It says this, this, and this. Yep. The game is so changing so frequently that you kind of need to talk to people. And if you are somewhat of an introvert, you can also just join groups in Wallflower, and you yep. can still learn that way. I lurk. Yeah. <laughs> but for vo as far as go voting goes for this community, vote for Vulpix, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but pro maybe not. I don't know. It can't be in rows. The I think I think what's on everyone's mind is that Rhyperior uh, does is Rhyperior within? Is it technically gray, or is it just uh, Rhyhorn and Rhydon? For which one? Uh, Rose Cup, well, which we'll talk about later. Does Rhyperior count? I think looking at the list later will answer that question. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, yeah, Rhyperior counts. Okay. Yeah, because that's one of the top picks right I'm now. surprised it's not brown. Then again, it's the yeah. color I... <sighs> we'll talk about that later. Um, I think it's a good idea that they're giving us the incentive to do activities... I mean, it's free geo geo tracking for them, but yeah, I think I think the benefit as long as everything goes right day of, um, I think this is a really big sort of extending the hand out to the community um, when it comes to because they we we've already seen Niantic roll back uh, particular updates to PvP. We saw that over the summer. Yep. Um, this is a general extending the hand out to the community and saying hey the people that play our games and spend so much money in our app what do you guys think yeah um i think this is a really big step um we'll <laughs> I can see tell you what a third of the community says where's gibble <laughs> true yeah yeah i yeah, know yeah yeah gibble i mean but then again you look on this and you have what is it two 
two and a half of these Pokemon, if you count Alolan Vulpix already having a shiny, mm-hmm. two and a half of these Pokemon have already been released with shinies, which which opens the precedence for further community days to have Pokemon that have already had their shinies out, mm-hmm. which means we could have Aeron Community Day. Yep. Um, even though it's shiny's already out, we could have a community day that's a two stage because Vulpix and Eevee, we could have that have a community day. Yep, they so, essentially need to buy time at this point. I be yeah because of the every month has to have a community day. Um, they are opening sort of the the way in which it works, which I think is awesome. Yeah, I think this is um this is going to leave. Also, mean that we start to see no every other month starter. Because that's going to catch up quicker than the content they're releasing. There's a chance you might be onto something there. We will have to wait and see, um, because we are. What do we have? Six more. We're starting the next gen in March, March. Um, and that will start with Snivy. Snivy, and then we have Tepig in May. Yeah, Oshawott in August. August, or July. Um, so then, do we have the next level of starters out? already or no by then no okay well not unless during the summer they drop gen 6 which is really quick that'd be really quick yeah so we'll but they've had a pattern of releasing starters every summer Mm, so they could release the starters ahead of the rest of the push so but again this really opens the door to anything can have a community day Mm-hmm. Um, I think it leans more towards Pokemon that don't have their shinies because it's a good excuse to just go do that. Um, so that's that's something huge. Um, that is going to be it for the community day voting. Um, if you need more information, uh, PokemonGoLive.com. Um, and the title of the update is Make Your Voices Heard. Vote for Fe- February Community Day's Featured Pokemon. Uh, also, all of this information is like all over Twitter and all over uh, the Reddit, I'm sure. So go check that out. Uh, next up on our list of things to do, uh, Jesse has stepped away from the mic, so I'm going to be taking uh, sole uh, drivership. I don't know. There's probably something, uh, some phrase for this. Um, community note, attack updates, and more. This is going to be absolutely huge, gigantic, ginormous. Uh, updates to the combat system. Uh, we have, uh, goodness gracious quote. We have one last batch of changes to trainer battles to set the stage for an exciting upcoming feature. They're talking about go battle league charge attacks and switching will now be queued and activated at the end of the current fast attack and won't be overridden by any following fast attacks. So this allows for, more immediate uses of charge attacks uh, and switching rather than there being potential what could be perceived as lag, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Point two, certain visual bugs in battles have been fixed. Um, Let's see, hold on. This is, is this right? Uh, Is this the thing that I'm thinking of? Let's see. Um, no, hold on. This is not the same article, but there is an additional update that was more or less around here. The announcement several months ago that the um, charge move priority, um, that is when two charge moves are going to be activated in the same turn. 
Uh, what is the deciding factor between who goes first? Uh, hence, charge move priority, or CMP. Um, the announcement several months ago was that attack um, would be... Uh, uh, attack would be the deciding factor. So it's the attack stat. Um, uh, that has now been pushed live. That update is now uh, within the game, I think, for a week or two. Um, so we have, um, rather than it being a sort of arbitrary decision based on who sends or receives the invite for um, uh, local battles, uh, it is now based on the 1v1 Pokemon's attack stat. That is, uh, attack stat of the Pokemon before any buffs or debuffs are applied. So just because you debuff, you hit the three level, a three full level debuff attack on um, a Charizard. Uh, that Char Charizard usually has a higher has a higher attack in general. So if it's a a two Charizards, one has a higher attack um, stat, but is debuffed three times. Uh, the higher attack Charizard is still going to go first in a charge move priority in a CMP tie. Um, so that's kind of huge. That's something that personally I got confused and thought was updated a while ago, but it hadn't been. So that's now updated and has gone live. Um, so that is always something to keep in mind. A Pokemon with a higher attack stat in the in an instant of a charge move priority or in a charge move tie, um, two charge moves activating on the same turn, um, the higher attack will go first. Um, so some of that stats have already gone live in, uh, I believe, PV Pokes rankings. Um, there are already ways to take a look at that. Um, you can also play with Pokemon stats of what you have specifically within PV Poke and a number of other resources to sort of see where your breakpoints are. Um, and what's going to perform better. Um, those are all some like pretty uh, awesome and intricate stats to look at if you want to get super in depth um, and you want to go you want to go deep into the the stat crunching and stuff. Um, the other big thing with this update uh, is updates with uh, particular moves, a couple of new moves added, uh, and uh, a couple of Pokemon being able to relearn moves. Um, updates to existing attacks in Pokemon Go. Megahorn, uh, the bug type charge move now deals more damage. Volt Switch, the electric type fast attack now act, uh, activates and generates energy more quickly. Uh, attacks new to Pokemon Go. This is a big one because it really won't be relevant for a while. Flying Press. We hear this fighting type charge attack has cropped up in the world of Pokemon Go. However, we haven't figured out which Pokemon is able to learn it yet. Stay tuned as we investigate. So the sort of asterisk to this is that, that more or less everyone knows is that Flying Press is the signature move to Howlucha, which is very bizarre because Howlucha is a Gen 6 Pokemon? Uh, it's Gen 5. Gen 5, which we are on now. Yep. The other asterisk that I see this I see in this is that they reference fly, flying press as a fighting type charge move. 
and not as a fly uh, fighting slash fighting or flying slash fighting. They don't. <laughs> I knew what you meant the first time. They don't reference it as both, which it cat it, it is within the main series games. Yeah. So this is what sort of begs the question to me of. Is this going to work at all like the main series games, or is this just going to be a signature move of a Pokemon um, Specifically. that comes out? Yes. Yeah. I'm very, very curious to see how this is implemented. I think a lot of people are. Um, it's also interesting that they would reference this now and not potentially closer to when Halucha comes out, unless, actually, now that I think about it, and we'll get into it when the Go Battle League update, if Lucha Pikachu is coming out, then Halucha is potentially coming out at the same time, which means now. Which means like right now, because if, if all of that stuff's in the game, I don't know. Um, we'll get into that a little bit further later. Uh, Pokemon that can learn more attacks. Uh, Plusle and Minin can learn Grass Knot now. Um, it will deal help help them deal with Ground-type Pokemon, uh, and that could give them in trouble in Great League, because Plusle and Minin cap out just above Great League, so this adds them a little bit more. And so do Raichu has that too, right? Which one? Grass Knot. Uh, Lolan does. So uh, Plus and Minin now have the same sort of versatility-ish that Raichu has. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Lantern can now learn Spark. Huge. Uh, Lantern didn't previously have an Electric-type attack that was comparable to its Water-type attacks in power. Spark will help make Lantern a strong lead and help it counter Azumarill with super effective damage and hit Altaria with neutral damage. Um, yes, that is uh, absolutely ginormous and allows Lantern, uh, anytime you see a Lantern on a team and it's viable with both uh, moves, is it running Electric? Is it running Water? That allows for a huge question mark in um, team building yep. uh, and going up against a particular teams. Another reason to run the grass. Yes. Because um, you already have the prevalent mud boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and electric. We haven't seen electric be all that amazing. Lantern is like the shining example. <laughs> yeah. um, this makes it <laughs> all the more better. Yeah. Um, and actually, speaking of electric type moves, I am so very happy. Ampharos can now learn Thunder Punch. Huge. Ampharos, another one of my favorite Pokemon. Uh, this charge attack will make Ampharos a powerful electric type attacker in Great and Ultra Leagues. Guess who has like three Ampharos within like the top 50 for Great League? <laughs> this guy. Also, like. Who did he get him from? This guy. Uh, I think a couple of the trades were, yeah. Um, but I think a couple of them were wild catches. Um, so I will be running a Thunder Punch, uh, Thunder Punch Dragon Pulse Ampharos at some point. Um, and a Thunder Punch, whatever else, maybe Stone Edge or, or no Power Gem. We'll see. We'll play around with it. Um, but I love what they're doing with Ampharos here. Uh, Masquerade can now learn Bubble Beam. Uh, it'll give it good coverage attack to counter fire and rock type Pokemon that would otherwise give this bug flying type Pokemon trouble. Um, we haven't seen too much of Masquerade. I think it was since Jungle. Yeah, it was available in Fusion, but no one ran it. No one ran it because there was so much flying. Um, and it, yeah, take, it taking the flying spot, but also being as kind of glassy as it is, it really doesn't. Um... <laughs> I know Amphros is. On your parade. I know Amphros is not available in Rose, but Flaffy is. I don't want to hear it. I'm gonna wreck your. <laughs> I'm going to wreck you Flaffy. with my my floofy uh, 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 sheep. My floofy sheep. Um. 
Vespaquin can now learn Fury Cutter and Air Slash. Uh, the addition of these bug and flying type attacks gives uh, Vespaquin... Did I say it, Masquerain? Vespaquin? Vespaquin. Uh, a boost in power since these attacks match Vespaquin's types, giving Ve- uh, Vespaquin... Vespaquin? Vespaquin? I don't know. Uh, more viable in battle. I think Vespaquin's a great Pokemon. Uh-huh. These moves will definitely help kind of give it some more reasons to be run. Yes. It's shown up before, but hasn't been exceptional but it's been pretty decent so this should help it be a lot more reasonable it's one of the bugs bug flying specifically that has a little bit more weight behind it Uh in defensive stats what go ahead keep talking it's one of the bug flying that has a little bit more back in the back end to keep it out longer and not get one hit by a rock type move but at the same time also comes with a varied arsenal for countering things I would be very interested to see if uh, Combi and Vespaquin get a community deck. Please no. Because, why? Do you know how many shiny males I'll get? Uh, probably too many. Um, no. But I think that that would be a very interesting community day because of... It, its spawn rate's not fantastic. Um, it's around. Um, but the availability... Boosting the availability of it, giving it a community day move... And allowing a shiny to be out, I think, would be a very interesting community day. Is that or a community weekend. day where I run around with a beehive on my head and just scream Nicolas Cage, bees! No, not the bees! Oh, not the bees! No, not the bees! Um, Or potentially, like, uh, you know, a week like this week with the... Um, red spawns? The red spawns having a, a bug-type event or something, bug-catching event or something would be very interesting. I think know? a summer weekend... Or a summer night time. It'd be a great mm. time for a bug event. That would be very cool. Like maybe switching Volbeat Or maybe a spring. A spring where it's, uh, yeah, switch the two regional Volbeat and Illumise. Um, higher bug and maybe higher flower type and call it a spring event. I think that would be really cool. Not flower type, but you, flower spring based breeze. Pokemon. Yeah. You know, that would be a really cool uh, event. And I think that would be um, really awesome. All right. Are you ready for the hypest thing? That the hypest news that I've had in the last two weeks ish. Uh, Pokemon can learn old attacks once again. As part of the group of Pokemon to debut in Pokemon Go, some Pokemon originally discovered in Kanto have had their attacks changed uh, a lot over time. We're adding back some of the stronger attacks a few of these Pokemon used to learn back in 2016 to make sure these attacks are accessible to players who have joined since then. It's interesting that they make note that they were stronger. We'll look at bringing back more of these attacks over time. Um, Icy Wind Dugong, please. Um, on this list, Raichu. Wing attack Charizard. Yeah, Wing Attack Charizard. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're probably never going to get Stone Age Blaziken, though. No, I know. Yeah, we're probably never going to get that back. Uh, that was a big mistake. <laughs> That's never going to come back. Raichu with Thundershock. This is a fast move that has insane energy gain. Um, for the longest time was the heated debate of what to run on Raichu. Spark. Thundershock? Uh-huh. No, that sucks. Run Spark. It does some more damage, but doesn't have the energy gain. Uh, Thundershock allows it to get to Thunder Punches so much quicker. Um, Raichu now becomes like the a, a huge shield pressure. Um, it is still a bit glass, but it becomes absolutely a threat uh, in any metas that it's a... Um, it is relevant in 
Magneton is now 110% more relevant. The two main meta moves, Thundershock and Discharge, are now available to everyone. This is ginormous, especially for Rose Cup. Because before, if you had a Magneton that didn't have the double legacy, you're not running Magneton. Now everyone can have it, and anyone can run Magneton. This is... Provided you have TMs. You're not wrong. This is actually just... It's it's just huge. Having a Pokemon that is as stringent as it was on legacy moves as Magneton, um, this is as just... As a Steel fan, I appreciate this change. This is, this is huge. Venomoth with Poison Fang. Poison <laughs> Fang is back on Venomoth. Now I don't have to worry about the dumb mirror matches or all of the instances like, uh, what was it, Night... Not Nightmare. Mirror... Twilight, like Twilight Cup. We don't have to worry about that. Poison Fang is back on Venomoth. We we can all take a sigh, deep, take a deep breath, sigh of relief, and sleep happy at night. So far looking at this list, these have been things in Season 1 that probably would have performed a lot better if they had their moves. Yes, these things would have been a lot more relevant. They were Not that they weren't relevant. Some of these were absolute powerhouses. Some of these were also banned because of how uh, good how good they were and how limited they were. Uh, the last two are both Shadow Ball. Haunter with Shadow Ball. Disgusting! This is great. It's it's uh, or Haunter is glass. Shadow Ball makes it, gives it the cannon. Haunter is the glass cannon. Um, Gengar got a couple of its moves back last update, um, which was big. But Haunter is now, uh, Haunter is just slightly bulkier because he can be a higher level. Yada, yada, yada. The absolute massive final Pokemon is Hypno. Hypno can now relearn Shadow Ball. Shadow Ball, Hypno, and who was it that was talking? It was um, one of the commentators of the Orlando Cup was bragging about having uh, a Hypno Shadow Ball with every other of its moves. Legacy. And it was like, great. It's like one of those things of anytime he's running recommended battles, if he runs into a Hypno, he's not sure what move it has. He knows it has Shadow Ball, but he doesn't know what other move it has. Because they were all powered up and they're ready to go. Now, now to find out. Now anyone can have it. Yep. And not to mention, he's a punch master with all those elemental punches too. All of the elemental punches. <clears throat> they, he's got a psychic type move and a focus blast. Yep. So hypno is absolutely an omni tool. Combined um, with the confusion. Yes, combined with the just straight psychic damage that confusion has, that is also absolutely huge. So this came out, uh, let's see, last week, mid-last week, uh, and is absolutely a huge step towards making Pokemon Go PvP uh, a lot more balanced and a lot more um, accessible. <clears throat> the final piece of news that we have before we get to Rose. Da, 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 da. Go Battle League is out, just like I predicted. I was telling everyone, it's going to be Tuesday. It's coming out on Tuesday. Don't worry. It's coming out Tuesday. If it comes out later, it comes out later, but I'm pretty sure it's coming out Tuesday. It's out. Sort of. So if you're listening to this later in podcast form, you know, and if you're listening to it now, they tried to push it live. It bogged down the servers. No one could play it. They put it back on hold. The menus and stuff are out. The rewards and stuff are out, sort of, but you can't get them yet. 
um, big surprise. It's being a very uh, large bog down on all of the servers. Um, but we have a ton more information about it. I'd love um, to see the logins. I'd love to see the data of how many people tried to go into that small little channel. I I don't right when it opened. I didn't I didn't have it unlocked because I'm level thirty nine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it unlocked. I can't access Go Battle League until maybe a day later. Um, Go to Go Battle League is started to roll out. Um, I don't what know. What is Go Battle League for those inquiring? Uh, Go Battle League is uh, Pokemon Go's integrated PvP matchmaking and ranking service thing. Um, uh, let's see. Um, game features are rolled out in this fashion. Uh, let's see. Start gradually becoming available to trainers based on trainer level. Game features are rolled out in this fashion in order to maintain stability. <laughs> most <laughs> most, most players are already level 40. If you try to roll it out like that, everyone's going to try and use it. Um, let's see here. At launch, the first preseason of Go Battle League will kick off during preseason. We will continue to optimize and tune the feature so that season one can be the best season that it can be. That it can which be. Is interesting i mean we're still technically in the preseason so that's interesting yep. preseason is a period of time before a season of competitive play begins with your help we will be able to optimize and balance the go battle league feature during this time we'll also be taking this time to learn about how the go battle league is being used in order to determine things like ideal length of seasons rating thresholds for ranks and more in previous in a previous blog post we mentioned some details that have already been decided trainers uh, trainer battles within the Go Battle League will rotate between the three leagues and uh, Great, Ultra, and Master. You'll be able to uh, rank against your fellow trainers and you'll earn rewards for ranking. For the preseason, Go Battle League will begin in the Great League, move on to Ultra League and the Master League, and then the Master League. Leagues will rotate every two weeks. You can still rank during preseason, but your rank will be partially reset at the beginning of season one. This is similar to what I believe Self Arena did. Uh, similar to what Self Arena did, but also other. Um, do they do something similar in league where you? Uh, you have to play ten games, and based on your performance in those ten games, uh -huh. is where they place you. But you also some of that progress carries over to the next season. Or I didn't see it for me this year. No, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, Destiny does something similar, where when you start the next season, um, they take into account your previous season's rank when matchmaking you, um, and give you a boost more or less. You lose. You the degeneration is less than the. I believe so. I'd have to go back and double check to see what those notes are, but I believe other games are doing something similar to this. Um. Let's see. You still earn rewards for battling and winning, uh, so this is a great time to practice and earn some cool rewards as well. The Go Battle League's preseason kicks off now with Great League, well, whenever it goes back live. The preseason will rotate formats uh, to the Ultra League on Monday, February 10th, 2020 at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The Master League will follow on Monday, February 24th, 2020 at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with the Great League returning once again on Monday, March 9th, 2020 at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That was a lot of Pacific Standard Time. Stay tuned for more details on when the preseason will end and Season 1 will begin. Um, that's interesting. So we're going to have roughly a month and a half of preseason before Season 1 kicks off, which yeah. is good, I this think. This is a great time for anybody that hasn't been playing Self Reno or anybody that wants to get into PvP 
to try and learn how the mechanics work, see how it feels. Yeah, I think to some degree of success. I think uh, we'll kind of go into the meta of what this might look like. Probably another episode. Probably another episode, but like top level, there's going to be a lot of um, Sylph Arena players that are going to know these are the top performing for each meta that are going to be playing and very, if you're new to this expect to lose a lot yes which is going to be very diff it's a very difficult and, a, and a, probably a pretty huge turnoff um so we'll have to excuse me we'll have to see how the rankings affect who you start playing at at different levels and stuff um i'm nervous for it but i'm also hopeful it looks like season one if they're waiting two, you know, a month and a half to two months and getting data on it initially, season one will probably be a bit more refined. And once we get into further seasons along the way, um, I think that there's going to be a lot of improvements. Yeah. So they're definitely looking at this and wanting this the to succeed. The scaling and so. the player's actual like level of competence for the game will kind of balance out. You'll get more placed in with people that know about your level. Yes, I think I think with the the way that they're rolling out and sort of the their mentality from the blog posts and stuff, um, I think they are they're doing something right, or the, at least their mind is in the right place. Uh, let's. I'll see. go ahead and go over this next part. Go for it. So, what do you win for doing these? This has been a huge incentive for <clears throat> people that have wanted to do PvP for a long time. Why do I want a PvP? What do I get from it? Well, here you go. Rewards will be determined by your ranks and battles won. <clears throat> Here's the part that I know a lot of people are complaining about, especially me being a bigger guy. It's like, uh, walking, who wants to do that? Walk five kilometers in order to earn entry into the Go Battle League and unlock five online matches. This can be done up to three times a day. As you battle, you can receive a large amount of stardust depending on your rank and how many of the five battles you've won. More wins earns you more stardust. You'll also be able to earn important battle-related items like rare candies and TMs and exclusive Pokemon encounters. So what that tells me is you can do up to five battles for every five kilometers you walk. But that also resets every day to my knowledge if I understand correctly. So five kilometers isn't a lot. It's another incentive for you to go out and walk around and you're doing stuff anyways. And there's other items. I'll go ahead and skip over this next part to get to that. Premium raid passes will soon be premium battle passes. This pass might look familiar. It is the premium raid pass, but with a new name. The pass can be used to enter raid battles or to enter the premium track in the Go Battle League. Trainers might find winning on the premium track even more rewarding. The, ba the premium battle pass will allow you to receive better rewards each time you win, and it'll also lower the number of wins needed to catch certain Pokemon encounters. Use premium pass, premium battle pass, using a premium battle pass, sorry. Doesn't affect your ranking or rating. The only way to improve those is to win. So I think that's something to be taken into consideration there is you can use your passes for other rewards because I know, like, for me, not every day I can get out to go do a raid or get enough people together to go do one, or even just find a raid. I know sometimes there's days where I'm on my way home and I stop at the store and look around and it's like, oh, there's a level five. Well, can't do that. Yeah. I see a couple Pokemon that are evolved forms that I look at and see, oh, that's cool. It's a Houndoom, but it can't be shiny. Hmm. That sucks. Not going to do it. 
it's I'm hinting, not hinting. If you don't understand, <laughs> what's the what's the hint at? Shiny of all forms is raid rewards. Oh yeah, um, I mean that's something that we've seen in this red event in the the Chinese New Year or Lunar New Year, I guess is what they're referring it to. Yeah. Um, with shiny Gyarados being available in the wild, uh, shiny Magmar being available in the wild. Um, it needs to just stay. Form. It yeah that. Looking at it, it's like um, a handful of other features, like being able to open more gifts per day, um, a double or a second incubator, even if it was the one-time use incubator per day, that these are quality of life things that should, in theory, be in the game at all times, but they're only putting in for, you know, they're putting in one quality of life update. To keep you enticed in the event. As part of the event, for only the length of the event, mm-hmm. which is... Annoying, but un- I mean, I'm going to play it no matter, even yeah. if the game is not super refined. Um, and many other people are going to be playing it too. So, to jump back to another bullet point on this conversation <clears throat> Pikachu, Libre, and Avatar items inspired by it will be in Go Battle League as rewards. Clad in the wrestling themed costume, Pikachu Libre was first featured. Really? Was it Omega and Roth? I was going to say, I could have remembered Pokin being first. I don't know. I, I actually never played Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, so... That was a thing. They did have dress-up. They had cosplay Pikachu as mm, one of the things okay. you could get. Okay. But and I, you the could biggest way the I remember it was Pokin. Yes, absolutely. And uh, themed as a female, canonically, in both the games and uh, the main series game. Interesting. Uh, it'll be making its Pokemon Go debut. Another Pikachu. Yep, that's a that's another thing I hear a lot of recently. Yep, it'll be making its uh, Pokemon Go debut as a Pokemon that can be countered exclusively by participating in the Go Battle League. As you rise in the ranks during the preseason, you can look forward to avatar items inspired by Pikachu Libre's rewards. Be sure to dress up with some of those items to show off your battling prowess, and <clears throat> because it's only obtainable through the Go Battle League. Um. I would like to see other costumes. Like, they have the Battle Girl costume for uh-huh. the female trainers. I'd like to see be that be something that you can unlock through battling. I don't think it should just be limited to just one or two outfits. Mm-hmm. I think this ties into the other PvP-related items in, in the store. Um, as far as you have to win a certain amount of Great League, Ultra League, or Master League to unlock the mm-hmm. particular... The veteran clothing. Veteran and Ace trainer and stuff. Um, so I think that they were already sort of thinking of, of that. Um, and as you participate in Go Battle League, you will win within those um, those leagues already. Or those, yes, those leagues. So you'll be earning progress towards those items too. So I think um, the Pikachu Libre is a start. And I think what or I think what they already have is a start. The Pikachu Libre is an interesting on top of that. I will be very curious to see in seasons later like they do themed seasons in other um, seasonal-based games like Fortnite or whatever. Um, If the theme changes. If the theme changes, yes. Um, They do it with Destiny 2 where each, you know, you have several pieces of armor or several sets of armor. Um, They do it in the same thing. Uh, Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter Worlds does it too where there's an overall theme or a, a, a story arc within each sort of DLC or season. Um, and there are, you know, three, four, five different armor sets that are 
tied into that theme. Right. Um, be it a particular type of enemy or um, a particular ally or something. So um, I'll be very one. interested to see what they do. Um, do you think we'll ever see like the red outfit? Do we already have red outfit? Yep. Okay. I'm trying to think of like, other red things. Green. I'm trying to think of other things. If we see like Shadow Lugia and we get like the Pokemon XD like character. I mean, we still outfit. have to go through all the other generation start. Uh, I want the character costumes. I want, I want the Pokemon Go equivalent of like the Scouter and Gauntlet. Do you remember the Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness? You have like a little nope. s- scouter. Th- oh my gosh. One of my favorite that games. That sounds go incredibly cliched in 90s anime though. So the, the there were Shadow <laughs> Pokemon and Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. Um, and you had your, you had to throw the Pokeballs with the arm that you had the gauntlet thing on as the only way to be able to capture the Shadow Pokemon because they were originally other people's Pokemon. That's weird. So yeah, I mean, I'd love to see that outfit in Pokemon Go. And then the last one here on this article that I think I've heard some controversy over. Use Battle Now to gain early access to the Go Battle League. Just finished your walk and realize you still have one kilometer left before you can battle? The Battle Now feature gives you the ability to spend Pokecoins to enter the Go Battle League early. The cost decreases as you get closer to the five kilometers goal. Note that you still need to walk at least two kilometers before you can use this option. So there is a little bit of a you can't Asterisk. just you can't just battle battle you can't battle pay to play. Yeah, you can't just pay to play. There are no substitutes for getting out and walking. You can always walk the full distance to enter the Go Battle League without spending Poke Coins. So the one thing that's in this that is not in this blog post that was clarified after by Niantic Help or whoever it was specifically, I think it was a Reddit. Um, a Reddit comment from from Ni- a Niantic representative is that when you complete your first five kilometers uh, and get unlock your first five battles, you can actually stack that with the next five kilometers. So you can more or less you have to walk the five kilometers, claim the ability to do the first five battles, and you can start walking along to the next five kilometers. Mm-hmm. I believe before you claim the next five, you have to do those five battles. So at some point between the 10 kilometers. Yeah, but be- be- before you can't claim another set of five battles, but you can stack the, the sort first of like five. you do with the raid pass already. Sort of what you can do with the free raid pass already or what you can do with research. Yeah. So um, but you can't stack multiple sets of five battles. Correct. So and I imagine they expire at the end of the day. I would assume so. Yeah. Um. Or something to that effect. It could be something where you can potentially stack it for the next day. The if next you've day, already yeah. if you've already claimed it, right? And you aren't if it's able like a claimable it, item like the rocket radar, yeah, that would make sense. Um, because it was out for such a short period of time, and I don't think anyone was really able to get a full five battles in. No, um, at least not that I saw. Same here. Um, we don't know how all of that's going to work. We, I don't, I doubt anyone was able to get a full. 15 battles in. Full game in yeah so we'll see what um all of that looks like here in the next couple of weeks uh for sure this is a, a huge, huge update. this is a huge update for pokemon go and pokemon go pvp so um i'm excited to see where this takes us um a lot of people are like okay what's this gonna do with uh self arena i don't think self arena goes away it's not going anywhere i think self arena the the quality of life um I don't want to say quality of life updates, but the the quality of life changes. The quality 
of the the systems that the self arena already has for within its its monthly cups even if even just the one tournament if you compete in the one tournament the way that it's handled the um being able to to building a team of six um being able to see your opponent's team of six and picking the three um there's already a lot more as far as um a, a method of competition um the fact that rank is already there and already enabled the fact that there's already playoffs and stuff um there's already enough content within the sylph arena that i don't see sylph arena going away yeah um i think it um it kind of it's all in the the court of the the go battle league of if go battle league is going to be successful alongside the sylph arena yeah so um if the go battle league comes out and it doesn't isn't good enough or doesn't perform well enough um it might be something that is um you know maybe a more of a niche um functionality be it uh only for people that want to play that and don't want to go out or can't go out and play the sylph arena uh monthly cups um or it's something that the sylph arena players are going to use for additional resources um that's something i'm looking for um yeah looking for those sweet sweet tms um no for sure i'm not i'm not mocking that for sure um we'd love to see we'd love to see a tm rework um but definitely see one before the season kicks off before season one maybe i think i think if there's enough people playing in the um go battle league and enough people making comment if this gets more people making comment about the um overall quality of the tm system um i think there is a chance that niantic will listen and if i'm being completely honest i sadly i expect it won't happen in season one i think it'll be a season two thing because how do you build hype for season two yeah i think that'll be something that drops for season two you think that kind of a tm rework will be a drop for season two yeah i think I think they look at the preseason because the preseason, if we get about a half a month into the preseason and enough people are like, hey, I don't have the right moves on Pokemon and my TMs are out. Um, if they get new battlers in that are having the same problem that all of the experienced battlers from Silverina are having, um, I think they make a change before season one because they, they, they're they going to need to. If this is, I don't think there'll be enough people that catch that quickly. That's only less than, what, a month's window? There's, if it's... I think if 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 it becomes a problem enough before season one, they make it a priority to either make a release, uh, make an update before season one launches, or they make it public to say, "Hey, we're working on this. Yeah, just hang on because this is a significant rework." I think the making the public statement it's a big if though. Yeah. Um. Righty. Is that about it for Go Battle League? Yeah. I mean, okay. once it does go back up, let us know. Share your. So one thing I've been uh, bugging the people on the Discord, which by the way, if you ever want to join us on the conversations and the shenanigans we do, Discord link down below on the Twitch. And if you want to find us or join us on the podcast, uh, we have the Discord listed in multiple places. You can always try and contact us, but. One of the discussions brought up was uh, I want to see your guys' first battle. I want you to record it. I don't care if you lose. I don't care if you win. Uh I want you to record your first battle in Great League 
and submit it to our screen recordings page in the Discord tab. You can via upload via YouTube. It can be through Facebook, whatever you prefer. I want to see your first battles, and I want to know your first impressions on your first round. Uh huh. That would be that's awesome. Yeah, I, I I'm probably going to be a later adopter. I'm okay. going to definitely try it. But I also know my overall experience in uh, the self arena is not fantastic or not super positive. Uh, I can't imagine Go Battle League is going to be much different. So some of the best comments I've seen today is as you're looking at that splash art here on the screen. Uh-huh. Left team is Cresselia, Dragonite, and Azumarill. Uh-huh. Right team is Giratina, Arjun, I think. Uh, Garchomp and what's the bottom one? Altaria. Altaria. Yeah. Uh, the most comments I've seen on this picture is left team wins. Uh, Ozzy Merrill beats all three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either um, Garchomp loses because of water, but also it has dragon, which... Dragon. Uh, Ice Beam uh, wrecks true. it, though. Um, Ice Beam wrecks it. Uh, Ice Beam absolutely destroys uh, all three. Altaria. Um, and then Giratina, both uh, a, a fairy-type move or the... Does a fairy-type move beat Ghost, too? No. Okay. It's just dark. Oh, okay. Uh, but it beats the dragon yep. with Giratina. So yeah, Amphro uh, or Azumarill in on team left absolutely annihilates all three on team right. So yep. <laughs> oof, might be able to out DPS it. Are you kidding me? The Maybe. three on the left are the stupid, tankiest, chunkiest characters in that meta. True, but I'm thinking of like Giratina with Shadow Ball is gonna hit Am- uh, Azumarill for neutral for neutral, but it's gonna spam it too. Yep. So yeah. Um, if you only have two shields, you gotta you gotta use those shields wisely. Azumarill um, to bait out the sh- Azumarill or Dragonite to bait out the shields, and then Cresselia the nuker. Mm, yep. Alrighty, uh, we are making great time. Uh, we're only a hundred five, <laughs> an hour and five in. Uh, I was expecting a two hour show, and we're moving on to our more or less last topic, the Rose Cup, February first through February twenty ninth. Uh, we missed this by a few days with our previous recording of the podcast. Like always. Um, yeah, it's always <laughs> weird. We aim, I think, most of our podcast recordings, if wait not all of them. Wait till the time we get the one where it's live as we're recording. Oh, I can't wait. Um, <laughs> uh, we try and record on Tuesdays, every other Tuesday at around 5.36. Um we need to make that more public so that if Ghost Stadium wants to do a stream at the same time, we just yeah, need to be better about... This is more about the podcast anyway. That's true. Um, I enjoy having live viewers and having people uh, discuss in chat. Um, but definitely we have more people watching or more people listening in podcast form after the fact than we do have people watching live. And we thank uh, you during. for that. Yes. Um, so, Rose Cup. We are just a few short days, Three days away if you are listening to this in podcast form on day of release it's tomorrow um the Fabulous. rose cup uh it's a weird one it's a whitelisted like ferocious but it's not like ferocious in that it's color based any pokemon that is purple red pink or gray um are eligible within rose cup the bands being uh, anything that is water type, uh, mythicals, legendaries, and Bastiodon Poor are Bastiodon. all all banned as well. Poor Bastiodon Urgh. would have been so much fun. 
Um, he would have destroyed. Because of the rock steel? Yes. And flamethrower? Wait. He can bulk through a Blaziken. Really? I mean, Blaziken's glass anyway, so that doesn't really surprise me a whole lot. <laughs> you know, surprise. Um, oh, right, because rock, the rock seal makes it neutral to fire. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and no waters to... Eh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I and That makes sense. I mean, there's fighting that beat it still, but it also hits back against uh, the steel types with fire. Yeah. And destroys the flying. It's so good that it has to be banned. <laughs> That's too bad. It doesn't even have legacy moves, which is great. Yeah. So, you know. It just requires all your stardust. It just means, yeah, it just means Bastion's just normally that good. Um, And then all water types. This doesn't surprise me one bit. Uh, Water type is. So diverse. So diverse. So powerful. um, So bulky. Yeah. Um, let's, Let's, you know, leave. I'm trying to think of what the big water type would be from this list. Um, Slowbro would be pretty good. Slowbro would be pretty good. I think uh, Shelter. Cloister. Cloister. Cloister would be pretty good. Um, being purple. Um, the sort of asterisk to the colors is that it has to be um, purple, red, pink, or gray within the Bulbapedia entry, which is strange. Um Bulbapedia gets its info from the Pokedexes from the core series, so they're not. I'm not saying that anything is particularly incorrect. Um, I'd just like Dusclops. to see Dusclops is considered a black color, so I don't understand that. It would have been a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, There's a couple questionable I'd, ones, but yeah, I'd love I'd love to see some shout out to uh, Serebii. Uh, Joe Merrick and all them. Uh, I can't tell if Joe does all of that stuff himself. He probably has a team. I I hope he has a couple people because that's a lot of stuff to do. It's a lot of Dr Pepper. That's is he doing? Is he a Dr Pepper guy too? I, I think, think he so. is. I, what's up with these uh, Pokemon Go like sponsors? Uh, let's get sponsors. Like Back end people, the people that run like massive sites and networking and stuff, loving Dr Pepper. Is it like a is it a programmer thing? It's like. <laughs> Hi, I'd like to when you yeah. be part of some uh, sub, when you sub, yeah when you submit an application to become a programmer at somewhere the the extra the interview question is uh, how do you feel about Dr Pepper I really love Dr Pepper all right you're hired and if you say I uh, no nah, I don't really drink soda they're just like next yeah <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah shout out to Sarah B. I'd love to see some some uh sweet sweet love sent over to J- Joe Merrick and, and Sarah B. Uh, I'd love to see Sarah be referenced instead of Bulbapedia. Nothing against Bulbapedia, but, you know, Sarah B. Pretty, pretty awesome site. Um, so there are some very odd things with these colors uh, in... Chansey. Ch- Chansey. Well, what I mean, Chansey's pink. That that doesn't surprise me. Um, let me actually double check to see what the whitelist is to see if anything surprises me, really. Um, Charizard kind of surprises me. It's orange. Don't you can't tell me it's red. It's orange. Stop. Stop. <laughs> it's orange. Um Riparier is a weird one that like also maybe is orange, but is eligible. I don't know. Um Can somebody help me out with Probo Pass? Oh, was... Riparier is gray. That's why. Oh, okay. Probo Pass though. It's gray. Probo Pass is gray? Yep. It's blue and red. It's gray. What are you t- but uh, where are you getting this 
false facts. These lies. What's crustal? What's crust? Tell me, crustal is red. It's gray. It's not. The rock is gray. It, but the, it's not the rock. The rock is its shell. The rock is part of it. The rock is cooking. Ah, dumb. Big dumb. Is Porygon gray? Don't you dare tell me Porygon is gray. It's red. Okay. All right. All right. You know, I'll take that. I'll take that. Oh, uh, Bastion's banned, but um, uh, it's first form. Shield on. Shield on. Shield on's available. <laughs> Run shield on. Um, <laughs> um, Electrode, one of those ones that recently got a move change. Viable pick. Uh, Electrode, where's Electrode? Oh, yeah, yeah, um, It's Gnarl. And Volt Switch, new and improved. Nice. Um, um, yes, so a lot of really interesting Pokemon. This meta is very weird, just like Ferocious, but a little less like Ferocious. Ferocious was just bizarre Picks anyway. six or lose. Yeah, Ferocious was bizarre enough just with, like, overall performance and the just weird diversity in typing. The overall ban of water allows for a number of things to um, be a lot more relevant compared to... Also known um, as fire. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, look, fire is available. Uh, Nine Tails isn't, so I guess Charizard is next. Um, so let's hop into. Let's see. Is there anything am I missing for Rose Cup? I don't think so. Uh, Just uh, no, the fact that also shi- a shiny Pokemon doesn't mean it can be in. Yes. So its base form, non shiny, has to be eligible. Um, let me. So, find... for example, if you have Machamp shiny. You can run it yes. because its base form is allowed in the color pool. Yes, because it is gray. Its base form is gray. Just because the shiny is green does not make it ineligible. Um, let me find another. Magmar is an interesting one that it's pink when it's shiny. So Magmar is. I mean, it's still allowed just anything. because it's red. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so Aerod- Aerodactyl is another weird one. Where Aerodactyl. It, Aerodactyl. It's pink, right? No, is it green? It's purple. It's purple. So it's it would still be eligible. It would be funny. Um I'm trying to look at another one. Skarmory is a weird one where it, like it turns like a green bronze. Gold. Yeah. Yeah. So if the shiny made it ineligible, which it doesn't. The base form has to be in the color pool. If yes. it's shiny or not, it doesn't matter. Yes. The initial whitelist, if if it is a Pokemon on the whitelist, shiny or not, it is eligible. Mm-hmm. The initial whitelist was built off of the base form's colors. Ooh. Um, this Cavalier is allowed. Yes, cup stats. Ooh. There are no cu- cup stats. Because we haven't begun yet. I know. We still got like four days. Um, all right. But we do have the simplified. Rose Cup, the meta simplified from Game Press. Um, actually, I kind of want to go over uh, what John's doing's meta simplified as well. Yeah. Um, so let's quickly go over this. So the sort of standout types within Rose Cup are fighters, ghosts, flyers, um, fairies, and steels and rocks, but there's some back and forth on some of these. Um, so your main fighters that you're going to be looking at are going to be. And actually, I have some. I have some notes on flyer or fighters because before you jump into that, I do want to make a quick note. This is also one of the cups that most of your top tier great league generals are available. Yes, but not overpowering. No, they're not. Which is great. Um. So the fighters that I have, and this is very odd, uh, because it starts with Blaziken. 
Uh, type neutral to fairy because of the fire. Uh, the legacy um, Stone Edge is powerful but limited, incredibly limited because it was only around for what an hour. We've yep. already gone over this before. Um, after it was initially released, so having a blast burn Stone Edge is impossible. But Blaze Kick is more preferred because it gets off quicker. Um, and it still gets the stab. Um, it hits hard, it hits quick, but it is glassy. Mm-hmm. Um, so the preferred, I believe, is counter. Um, now, are they running it as a fire or a fighting? Um, it's kind of odd in that uh, counter blaze kick. So PV Poke has its, the before you drop down, its move set is recommended counter blaze kick blast burn. But that is misleading. Because in its charge moves, Blast Burn's usage is 48%, Stone Edge's usage is 24%, Blaze Kick's usage is 0%, and yet it recommends it using Blaze Kick. So I don't understand the math here, but it does recommend Stone Edge, even though it is very, 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 very difficult to get at Great League under 1,500. What's the fast move percent? Uh, Counter at 84%. Okay. Fire spin of 15. Because um, I've been thinking, how much does it need counter versus fire? Do you know how good counter is? I'm aware of how good counter is, but if I'm running, what is it, fire spin is his other one? Yes. Fire spin and blaze kick. I'm running him as a pure fire. The flying won't stop the fire. True. Uh, but your flying are going to beat you out all that quicker. Yeah. So, um, And counter allows it to be neutral with skarmory. True. So, but if I have although fire spin, true uh, fire spin is gonna there's it is stab, um, stab and super effective, not just neutral. I think people more so like the counter because its its intended job is to destroy the steel. Yeah, destroy steel. It can help beat some rock. Um, Stone Edge is very helpful to help beat flyers, which are its biggest threat. Um. But again, it's not really available. It might be something that becomes available later. Maybe it could be a legacy that comes back. But uh, like I made mention, there was a reference in the um, re-release of several legacies that they were referencing that all of these were Kanto Pokemon. Yep. So when we move on through Johto and get into Hoenn, there is a small chance that Blaziken with um, Stone Edge might, Stone come, Edge back. might come back. Might. Asterisk. Be very wary. Probably not. What else you got for fighting? Who knows? Um, Machamp. Reduced weaknesses with only fighting uh, because it doesn't have a dual type. Um, Coverage with Rock Slide is huge. Yep. Um, It hits hard with Close Combat. Yep. uh, Because Close Combat does the defense debuff, but it does an insane amount of damage. Mm -hmm. Um, So Machamp as the pure fighter um, or as your your main fighter um, is absolutely disgusting. It's it's big. It's chunky. Um, it deals a ton of damage. It does what you need it to do. Mm-hmm. Um, fighter number three is very bizarre because it is Metacham. Uh, the role re- the role diversity with its move set um, because it has uh, great options between counter and psycho cut for its um, fast moves. Um, you can run it. Uh, as a fighter you can run it as a psychic um it has the um charge moves of ice punch 
uh, power up punch, not close combat. What is it? Dynamic punch, mm-hmm. um, psychic, and I feel like it has another psychic move that's really not all that great, but I don't remember what it is. Um, let me double check. Um, Metacham has a lot of uh, diversity. Power up punch, dynamic punch, psychic ice punch. Um, it has a lot of diversities. The problem is it, it, with psychic, it does become weak to ghost. Um, because ghost doesn't outright resist or outright. Let me wind that back. Fighting type moves in the core series do absolutely nothing to ghost type Pokemon. They just don't hit. Um, the problem in go, uh, in Pokemon go is that they do hit. Do they hit for not very effective? Mm -hmm. Okay. So they still do hit. Um, so a fighting, uh, against ghost would be okay, but the problem is Metacham then becomes weak too. Yep. Um, weak to ghost in a meta where ghost is all over the place and is really, really darn good. Um, Metacham then becomes a very, very open target, open target. Um, it's a double-edged sword in that it has really unique coverages because flying is also still a huge threat. Yes. But having Ice Punch on deck checks. Yes. Um, but, again, its move diversity allows it for what... Is there a particular role you're looking for Metacham to play? Because it can play multiple. Mm-hmm. Um, it can play that fighter with uh, uh, in a matchup against another fighter it probably wins, or it does win. Um, or if you're going up against flyers, it can it can help win. Um, but you definitely, definitely, definitely have to look out for Ghost. Yep. I think ghost in most dark. in most cases for this, um, it's actually neutral to dark, isn't it? With fighting, it the psychic. It becomes neutral. Yeah. So, um, but I'm saying is if there's only a very few limited amount of dark in this cup, uh-huh. and it it's neutral matchups for most of them. Yeah, but if you're fighting against Steel, you're going up against uh, if you're going up Steel Rock. Um, the fighting is still going to be. It's still it's Optimal. still a good fighter. It's a fantastic fighter because you're going to have to near have it near max. Its overall um, stat and performance is going to be very high. Not to mention, people probably have a meta champ from season one. Yes, and it's right there, ready to go. I know I do. Um, so meta champ is very very potent, but again, very uh, one of the big things to look out for is ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to move on to? Steel? Yeah, makes sense. Let's go into Steel. Um, Steel is one, I unfortunately, the only notes I have are on fighters. I did not get a chance to go over and do notes, do some like spark notes so of other moves. I have a little bit of knowledge on the Steels. Do it. Steelix. Let's talk about Steelix. Steelix recently got Thunderfang. Disgusting. Because he bites back against all the flyers. It also has access to Dragon Tail, which... Doesn't do much outside of just neutral damage, except against the fairies. It mm. also has Iron Tail, which can smack back against the fairies. As far as charge moves, it has Crunch, Earthquake, and Heavy Slam. Crunch takes care of all of your ghost. Earthquake takes care of all of your other steel and fire. So what's left? Flying. Well... You can just keep crunching away at him or run Thunderfang and 
quickly nom and have breakfast. One of the other steals to be very look out for is Probopass. Probopass recently being one that just seems to be great for every cup it's been allowed in. You can run it as a sparker or you can run it as a rock thrower. And it also has the options to fight back against Fairy with the spammy magnet bomb. Probably one of the better users of steel type charge moves and the frequency you can get it off with Spark. I see Probopass as being more of an anti-Zard, Charizard, and an anti-Flyer in general. Uh, for me, I'm still on the fence if I want to run this Rock Thrower Spark. If you run it Spark, it gets its charge moves off just a little bit faster. And if you're going against Charizard, having the Rock Throw is definitely optional. More, If it's specifically to counter Charizard, you want Rock Throw. For everything else, you want Spark. I feel like with the rise of Blaziken and Charizard kind of going down a little bit as far as the fire type or fighting type for Blaziken, Probopass, I believe, loses the matchup against Blaziken, but wins against Charizard only if you have Rock Throw. In a shield scenario, Charizard would win just because it can block either the Rock Slide or Thunderbolt, depending on what you decide to run on your uh, Probopass. I've seen people run it as just a straight anti-flyer with Spark, Thunderbolt, and uh, Magnet Bomb. The charge move here is op it's optional for what you want it to do because if you don't have a solid Skarmory counter, this is a great Skarmory counter. But you have to be wary of everything else that's out there because fire and fighting are both very prevalent and it does not like either of those. Also doesn't like ground. So not a favorable matchup against Steelix. Hmm. As far as the other steel types, you have, like we mentioned earlier, Magnetons coming back. Definitely a strong contender now with Thundershock, Magnet Bomb, and Discharge. It is a bit glassy. It's always been that way, kind of. It's a lot like Blaziken, but this one also has... Magneton is now very spammy. It can be a great lead to bait out shields, but be wary because a lot of fire and a lot of fighting are also very highly recommended leads. Um, as far as other steel types, you have Trash Hormidan. It's definitely one to consider because it has access to psychic type moves to hit back against the fighting that it's weak to. It has bug moves to hit back against the dark. And it is neutral to flying because of its steel. So that is something to consider. It has confusion. Which is huge. Yeah. Especially for energy gain to get off its charge moves. Two newer ones, and one we haven't probably seen one before, Ferrothorn. Ferrothorn, I keep seeing pop up in comics as a piranha plant against the fairies. Because the steel destroys the fairies, and then the grass typing also lets you hit back against other ground types. Excuse me. Ferrothorn being one not too many people are familiar with. Ferrothorn has a very interesting moveset. It has Power Whip. It has Acid Spray. It has Thunder. I believe it recently got the new move Mirror Shot, too. I can't see from over here. Which one? Ferrothorn? Yeah. Yes, Mirror Shot is on its list. Yep. So it's got a very good arsenal of moves. And then one of our big boys from Fusion Cup, S. Cavalier, running the counter, Aerial Ace, uh drill run and the recently updated megahorn megahorn yep uh both of those last three that i've mentioned are all of those last three very weak to fire 
So you do need to have a check in place if you ran, plan on running some of those steals on your team. Uh, there are a couple other steals, but mainly those are the ones people are looking at because performance-wise, they're the ones that work. Mm-hmm. You do have Magnazone, but Magneton, now that it's no longer Legacy, will probably take its spotlight. You do have Excadrill, but Excadrill, one of the jokes in the Discord server is you're running Excadrill, hold on, cough, it falls over. It's weak. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything that I'm missing of keynote for steals? Skarmory. Skarmory. Uh, Skarmory is being run as your flyer, not a steal. Yes, so we can actually use that as a good transition into the flyers. Um, let me type in flying. Um, Skarmory as a very uh, has performed very well in previous um, metas, uh, especially season one. Um, its primary use case is as a flyer, so air slash, uh, sky attack are its two primary you can run at steel wing um uh help me out with that where those wins come from um steel wings preferred in the things like a probo pass matchup mm-hmm. or a uh fairy type matchup absolutely um especially i think was it wigglytuff or clefairy has a nice type move uh wigglytuff has the ice but clefable also has thunder mm, okay so you want to if you get matched up against those you definitely want to delete them Quickly. <laughs> yes. Um, which Skarmory can do more easily with Steel Wing. Um, charge moves of Sky Attack, which is recommended for sure. Uh, flash Cannon, if you want to run a second move, um, it takes longer to get to. Um, and it also, its overall usage percent is very low. Brave Word is used, like, not at all, because Sky Attack gets much faster and yeah. just does, just performs better um, within... Uh, great league i'd be interested to see if in the future brave bird becomes somewhat of an overheat that yes yeah now that you mention it that would make a lot of sense for a brave bird to to debuff but do more damage does it doesn't it do that in the core series game already it hurts you okay it's a recoil game oh right yeah so if it did debuff your defense that would make a lot of sense yeah huh surprised it doesn't already um with all of these my idea (laughs) yeah with all of these uh mod um Adjustments Stat adjustments, yeah. Um, Skarmory as an interesting addition. Uh, your big, big flyer. Slash That's not flyer. a flyer. <laughs> it's Charizard. Uh, look at that. Wing attack. Legacy. D- do you have it? No? It's not your flyer then. Um, uh, fire spin is coming in in second as it's fast move um, because probably most of everyone's going to have a fire spin Charizard. Uh, Blast Burn, of course, is going to do a ton of damage. Overheat's going to allow you to do a ton more damage um, at the cost of debuffing yourself. Um, Dragon Claw is an interesting addition to its moveset that really I don't think helps it a lot within this meta. It hits neutral against things that might otherwise resist it, like Blaziken. Yeah, but it, like, yeah, it's helpful in some cases, but it's, it's, it's not overly helpful. Yeah. Yeah, it's not overly helpful. Um, it's niche and it's probably something you'll use once in a while. Um, unless I'm completely understating it, in which case, please let me know. Um, I, I will, I'll do that sometimes understate things that are a lot more important. Um, this is a really weird one or, or a pair, uh, Gligar and Gliscor. Um, these are ones that really haven't been super relevant. Their typing makes them very niche. Uh, they are, Rock flying. Nope. No? Ground, ground flying. Ground flying. That seems counterintuitive, doesn't it? 
hi, look, I'm a fire water. You mean steam? Uh, yes, I don't exist anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or like lantern, I'm an electric um electric water how is that possible i don't know but i exist science um <laughs> science has created many things some of which shouldn't have been created in the first place um glyscore and glygar are very um interesting in their move types or their move setups and their um their typing in general um so glygar has a uh, wing attack and fury cutter that's Kind of wild, actually. Yeah. Um, please don't give it mud slap. That would be weird and crazy. Is it mud slap or mud shot? Mud slap. Mud slap. Yeah. Please don't do that. Or do that. I don't know. Um. Uh. Let's see. G- uh, help me out with this. My brain is not allowing me to function when it comes to the rock paper scissors that is Pokemon typings. Wing attack is um. Wing attack beats the grass as rare as they may be. Yeah. It beats the fighting. Yes, for sure. Um, That's it for this cup. Yeah. Um, Fury Cutter hits the dark. Yes. It hits Psychic. Which is big. Also big-ish. Actually, Psychic is incredibly limited Gligar in this cup. Gligar and Gliscor are essentially Metacham counters. Mm, outside of the Ice Punch. Um, Gligar has Night Slash, um, which... Gets off quick. The, it hits the ghost and it hits the psychic. Again, psychic's not a whole, whole lot around. Um, I think, honestly, your biggest psychic is going to be Metacham. Yep. If not your only psychic. Other than pseudos like Venomoth and uh, Wormadan. Right. But they're not actually psychic types. No. Um, Dig and Aerial Ace, which uh, Aerial Ace gets off quick, very quick. If you've done any. Um, Rocket battles against uh, Arlo Scyther, you know. Aerial Ace is very quick, um, so do be careful. Also, Fury Cutter, doesn't that give it a lot, or is it Bug Bite that has a ton of energy gain? It's Fury Cutter. Fury, Fury Cutter. Cutter is the psycho, bike, Bug Psychic cu- Psycho Cut. Oh, it's uh, Gliger and Gliscors are going to be um, shield pressure for sure. Yeah. Um, but faint at the sight of an ice cube. Yes, they are very weak to ice, which is also somewhat relevant in this meta, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, Gliscor hits a lot harder. Uh, Fury Cutter is more preferred on Gliscor because uh, its top ranking moves are Earthquake and Sand Tomb, which take a little while longer to get to, but Fury Cutter allows for higher energy gain. It's that's it's terrifying. That's I'm terrifying. wondering, what are they rating Gliscor? As a, or how, what's the rating on Closer? Uh, e, okay. a hundred is lead, really? eighty is closer. Uh, its consistency is seventy one point seven. Okay, so um, interesting as a lead, very fascinating. Um, its top counters are ghost, and not ice. That's very weird. Well, Glalie is at number at number five, but that is a significant drop in its battle rating. So I think it's just because every one of those aforementioned ghosts, Driftflum does have a nice move. Yes. And then is it Haunter and what's the one below it? Uh, Haunter and Gengar. Both I think have just, super fast moves. Yeah, they're just huge damage per second. Yeah. Huge DPS. And so. neither Fury Cutter or Wing Attack are going to do much to them. Yes. Um, let's see. One that I like. Actually, I'll go into a second one that I like as well. Uh, Golbat. Um Golbat running wing attack. Um, I didn't realize Ominous Wind was legacy on Golbat. 
Um, Poison Fang Shadow Ball is usually the the standard meta. Um, Return is actually pretty high on this list, which is weird. Why would that be? Uh, it's not hitting Steel, which, I mean, why would you run Golbat against Steel? It's not it's, hitting Steel or Fighting, which are fairly relevant in this cup. It wouldn't hit Ghost either, would it? Nope. So then that's a bizarre use case for it's Return. It's a neutralist, I think. Interesting. Um, Neutral damage. Probably not recommend Return on it. Um, because it's also going to be very difficult to get to uh, or uh, get a hold of a good performing goal bat with return. Um, Poison Fang Shadow Ball or Wing Attack with Poison Fang and Shadow Ball has been relevant in several other cups before. Um, also probably one of the better anti-fairy. Yes. Um, the speed in which you can get to Poison Fang is ridiculous. I like to lead up, uh, get to two Poison Fangs in a row um, and make someone question their shield usage. Um, it's definitely not a tactic that is super relevant anymore. Um, but Gobat is going to be a very interesting pick um, in a flying poison um, role. I just spaced there. I'm sorry. Um, another one that I really like, Driftblim. Guess I why? when we first had the announcement for the cup, one of the guys at the tournament was like, oh, Driftblim's going to be relevant. It's got Icy Wind. It's disgusting. It's got Hex, Shadow Ball, and Icy Wind. And Ominous Wind, if you feel like it. The two winds have buff debuff um, capability. Uh, Icy Wind has the debuff to attack. Ominous Wind has a defense debuff. That sounds right. Um, so, uh, And then Shadow Ball's just overall amount of damage is absolutely disgusting. Um... You're running at Hex. There's no re reason to run and Astonish. No. I don't even know why this is a 14.3%. I don't <laughs> understand it. Maybe it's because people are running It's the 14% of people that don't have fast TMs. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Um, Driplim hits other, fl uh, other flyers with the, the ice. Icy wind. It hits ground with Icy Wind. It also is resistant to ground because it's flying. Yes. Um... Uh, it's a beastly tank. Yes, uh, and the amount of shadow ball damage with stab is also ridiculous. Um, Great anti-fighting. Uh, yes, uh, Driftblim is double resisted. Redonk. I'm actually kind of surprised it doesn't have a flying type move. Kind of, sort of, because it's not necessarily. It has a flyer because it's a balloon. <laughs> it needs silver, but wind. it's not Let's like put a, all the winds on it. But it's yeah. But it's not like a bird, so like giving it like wing attack, it doesn't have wings. Why? Give it aerial ace, it doesn't have talons. Why? Um, giving any of those like flying moves, like doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I could see giving kinda? it sky attack. That'd be interesting. Give it brave bird and just be like, this doesn't make. Why? <laughs> this isn't a thing. <laughs> I'm confused. Um, oh, give it. Um, give it surf because it's we all float down here. A, Moving that's on. A, yeah, that's a that's a reference. Um, uh, Those are definitely probably the bigger tie-in flyers. Yes, Aerodactyl is around. Aerodactyl's the flying that destroys other flying. Rock throw is a primary move. Rock slide, ancient power. Also have earth power, iron head, hyper beam. But why are you running? It hyper has beam? earth power, really? It has earth power. Yeah. Um. All right. So, do we want to fairy? Do fairy. Okay, and then we'll go into ghost. 
F-A-F-A-R-I-Y? No. Fairies! No. How do you spell fairy? F-A. Yeah. I-R-Y. I-R-Y. There we go. Um, a smallish list. Um, to, to, <laughs> holy cow. <laughs> Look at that drop off. Mr. Mime's at number 58 and then Snubbles at 123. <laughs> oh. Uh, Really, your top two are Clefable and Wigglytuff. Yeah. Um, they're both running These Charm. Anti fighting, anti dark. Yes. Uh, they're both running Charm, and that's just so, the biggest thing. I have wasted thirteen fast DMs trying to get Charm on my Clefable. So you keep getting Charge Beamers and Headbutt. Yep. Uh I am so sorry, dude. Um, this is the bane of my cup right now. You would you really want to run Clefable, but you just don't have the charge TMs or the fast TMs? Nope. That hurts. Um Clefable, Mirror Mash, Meteor Mash, sorry, Mirror Mash? What the heck? Meteor Mash, Psychic, Moonblast, or Dazzling Gleam. Um Moonblast probably hits like a truck, though I don't have any experience with it. If you're running charm, you're not gonna get to Moonblast. So Meteor Mash it is. Um, that helps beat other fairy. Yes, rock. Uh huh. Does it beat ghost? Is it it helping hits for ghost? neutral. Uh. And it's a huge move. Yeah. Previously um, limited to just metagross. No. <laughs> Clefable, why? Um. Because Clefable. Because it's like the meteor Pokemon. And then psychic just stuff. to hit back against fighting plus the potential debuff. Yes. Um. Also poison. Yeah, that too. Because poison's gonna absolutely destroy it. Um Wigglytuff. Wigglytuff, I think the preferred one. Charm. It also has faint attack, which is also pretty highly used, actually. Because of the ghost. Um Ice Beam, Play Rough, Hyper Beam, Dazzling Gleam. Uh Ice Beam and Play Rough look like the higher uh damage. Um, if you're running faint attack, I would assume you'd want to run play rough because you still want to give it a fairy type move. Um, ice beam to hit the flyers, to hit the ground. Um, mm, let's Some see. of the rare grass. Yes. Um, if you're running faint attack, ice beam. Well, I guess if you're running play rough, you're going to be um, fighters in a no shield scenario. Um, you'll have to bait out those shields to get to that fire, um, that fairy type. Um, what am I missing on this one? Am I missing anything? Fairy on this one? type, I think those are going to be the two ones that stand out the most. Absolutely. Uh, one concept I've been hearing recently is snarl on uh Grand Bull. Oh, it does have snarl. Oh, it's got close combat and crunch. Oh God, how fast does it get to that crunch? <laughs> Probably Three too quick. Snarls. Oh Jesus. Oh, please help. It's the same help. as Leaf Blade. Oh, really? Oh, goodness. Yeah. So it's... Oh, it's a fairy type. With dark moves. It's a fairy type shift tree. What? What? No, please, no. Please. It's a fairy type that has dark moves that destroy the ghosts, but does neutral with the dark against most things is other it, than fighting. Is it just flat fairy, or is it fairy it's normal? It's just fairy. Interesting. Very Interesting. And it has close combat, which hits back against steel. the steel. That's wild. Yeah, that's really wild. Close combat though debuffs. Yep, and it's attack weighted anyway. Yeah, uh, running in as your lead. What's the rate as lead? Eighty-one. 
Oh, really? Closer 73. So it's... It's not the best. It's, no. It's like Blaziken in the sense that it's attack-weighted. Yes, a, a Blaziken Charizard. Um, a lot of fire are attack-weighted. Yeah. At least in this meta. Um, yeah, Granbull would be consider really interesting. Snub, or consider Granbull. It's a cheaper alternative to the other two, and it'll fairly a little bit more common. Yeah, it'll definitely be an odd one to try and get a hold of, for sure. Because like, I don't really consider it. I like going up against one in the the mirror twilight, um, for sure. But the overall performance of it is very mm. niche ish. So yeah, but that's actually a really spicy. Um, <laughs> is that a Jim Corn pick? <laughs> I uh, I don't think it's spicy enough. Okay. I think uh, the maxed out Hopip for sure. Actually, let's just go ahead and let's just go to Hopip. Let's just look at Hopip right now. You aren't ready. No, it's not Hopip. Which Spoink? Skiploom? Spoink. Oh. I can't spell S P O I N K. No. Wait, what? It's not allowed in the cup. What? Why? It's gray. No, it's not. Don't tell me it's not. Type in psychic and see what you get. Go to the bottom. <laughs> it's not why is it not? Because it's black. Do I have to go 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 get uh, Ken Sugimori, the guy who drew all of the Pokemon originally? Do I have to go slap him? Do I wh who do I have to go to it's to get an explanation of this? Who do I have to go to get an explanation for this? You know what color Jellicent is? The male and female that are blue and pink. Guess what color it is? It's white. I don't understand it. They're ghosts. I don't understand it. Water's banned. They would have been absolutely disgusting in this cup. It would have been awesome. Not even out yet for those who don't know what those are. True. But still, it's one of those things of like, ah, drive me insane. Ah, hop, it would have been sweet. <laughs> so and I think we've got fairy taken care of. Pour one out for your homie, Jim Corn, for not being able to run. <laughs> He's going <laughs> to anyway. be able to run hop, hip, or uh, spoink. Gosh, I get those two names mixed up all the time. Um, let's see. That's ghost. What was the one? We did fairy now ghost. Ghost. Ghost was one that I was just about to get to as far as, um, uh, notes. Uh, drift limb coming in at number 31. We've talked about hex shadow ball. That's ridiculous. Uh, we're going to then go up the list. Uh, Gengar or it's, it's okay. Spirit tomb. It's discount save lie. That's about it. Yeah. Don't kid yourself. Um, it's going to be around if you don't want to spend the m amount of money for Sableye. I don't blame you. It's it's a cost. So, fun fact. Yes. I started powering up my 100% Sableye today. Oh. I'm only at 1,300 and I have five Stardust. You have five Stardust? I had five after work. <laughs> uh, do you, do <laughs> like, when we're done with this, do you want to, like, go get some more Stardust? I think I'll be okay. Okay. Because that's, that's, like... Bro, your wallet's like hurting. It just <laughs> means I'm. I can guarantee that I don't have to do any special trades with people. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Be like, hey, hey, can I get a legendary? No. Can I have? Can I have? A, can I have a shiny for? No. Can I have anything for you? No, I, I can't afford it. What? You can't afford the ten? I have five. You have what? I have five. I should have screenshotted it. You should have. Wait, do you not have it now? I have been catching stuff on my way here. Oh, yeah, you should have. I'm like 
at 200 now. Oh, okay. You should still screenshot that. That's impressive. That's a, that's a, that's Let me a go power up Sableye one more time. <laughs> yeah, go do that, do, do that and then screen, screen cap it with three. There, no, wait, is it only increments of five? I think so. Oh, okay. Like the smallest increment is five. That's interesting. So you have literally the second lowest value of Stardust possible. Yes. That's bonkers. Absolutely wild. But this is something I've wanted to power up for a long time, so it's... Now's the time. I've got my team mostly built. Yeah. Now it's just TMs. Stardust and TMs. Well, no, just TMs. I I stabilized that on my team. Oh, okay. It's an option. Okay, I thought you were going to run it. Um, So Spear Tomb is that... uh, Discount Sableye. Discount Sableye. Um, It works a little bit different, but... You know, it's the same Dark Ghost. Um, before we get to Sableye, we have Gengar, which has Shadow Claw back. Uh, Sludge Bomb is higher up on this list to be able to hit those fairies. Um, and hit... Is there another type that it hits with Sludge Bomb? For super effective, no. It hits with Stab and Neutral against a handful of other things. Yep. Um, doesn't Steel resist poison? Yes. Does Fighting resist poison? No, other way around. Oh, poison is super effective against fighting. No, poison resists fighting. Ah. So then Gengar can be an anti-fighter. Because it's poison and ghost. Um, It's got Shadow Ball. Psychic was his legacy on it? I didn't realize that. Yep. And Dark Pulse's legacy on And Sludge. Wow, that's got three uh, three <laughs> legacy moves. Um, but the sad part about Gengar and, all, and Great League is it's one of those ones that hinders... Because it's meant to be higher. It's got to be, yeah, it's better in Ultra. Um, it has to be a really small level. It's like T-Tar level of like level... 18. 18 yeah, level 18 uh, in Great League. And it's that hurts it a lot. Um, Haunter itself, which is next on this list, is already glassy enough, uh, even at a higher level. Uh, so Haunter running... Haunter um, is probably the most common returning ghost type you'll see for a long time wherever it's allowed because it, like Steven said earlier, put the cannonball in it. It's going to kill things. Um, Shadow Claw, Shadow Punch, and Shadow Ball are its um, most highly used. Uh, it does have Sludge Bomb, which can hit for uh, super effective with Stab, so that's helpful. Um, but you do have to recognize Haunter... Let me double check to see what these stats are um, that PvP lists its stats at, or PV, PV poke lists its stats with. Um, its attack stat is 163, and are you ready for these numbers? Its defense is 84, and stamina is 98. That's disgusting. These are abysmal numbers in stats and HP, uh, or in defense and HP. Um, love your Haunter. Appreciate your Haunter because it's not going to last long. Haunter is the destiny bond of Pokemon. Um, I, I'd actually love to see what it's uh, time to kill. Like, um, how fast does Blaziken die in most matchups versus how fast does Haunter die in most matchups? <laughs> it's probably Haunter. I need to know speed of death. Yeah, speed. Of, yeah, how fastly does or how quick does it ascend to heaven? <laughs> um. It was, isn't it speed based? Core series games. Haunter. Yeah, wouldn't it be speed based? Haunter is, is based attack? on stat manipulation. Okay. Well, I mean, but Confused. like core, it's core stats. What's its uh, core yeah, stat? Speed. Speed. Okay. Which doesn't exist in Pokemon Go, so attack speed is its highest. Speed and special attack. Um, 
So it just has a really good attack stat. Um, uh, that makes me sad. Um, yes, Haunter is, is really good. It's ranked number 12 overall, but guess what ranks higher? It's Sableye. Uh, Sableye is a dark ghost. Uh, Shadow Claw is a premier fast move. Uh, it does have faint attack, which has some usage, but uh, Shadow Claw, Shadow Claw has... is so good for neutral damage and energy gain. Um, your moves, charge, move. charge moves, foul play, power gem, or shadow sneak. Um, foul play hits. Oh goodness, what does it hit? Help it's me. It's gonna hit the go other ghost. It's gonna hit other ghost. Yes, that's right. And Metacham. It's an anti-ghost ghost, and then it hits the psychic, which is just Metacham. And I can show you the list of psychics. It's small. Metacham and nothing else that's relevant. Um, Power Gem helps you beat the flyers, which is awesome. It helps you beat the fires, which is awesome. Um, Sableye has to be max level, which is not awesome on your wallet. Awesome for Sableye because it survives a little bit longer. Um one thing fa- Sableye does hate, fairies. Yes, absolutely destroyed. Um, it is also now neutral to fighters because it is dark type. Um, it is since it goes dark. Um, it gets hit by a number of things for uh, either neutral or worse. Um, what is actually, does it, it gets deleted by fairies and that's about it. And we've gone over the list of fairies and it's not very big. It gets walled by normal types though. Right. That is why Alolan Raichu was uh, a counter for it in previous metas. Because Alolan Raichu Raticate. was... Raticate. Right. Alolan Raticate is bulky. Um, it's and also has, dark. Uh, bulky, it's dark, and it hits um, with hot... Not Hyperfang. Was that Hyperfang? No, I think because it Hyperfang. it's normal dark. Yes. And Sableye is dark and ghost. Right. You just want to use other dark type moves against it because it still takes the super effective from the dark. Uh because Sableye is ghost. Right. I'm trying to remember what fast or what charge attack Alolan Raticate was using against. Was it just Crunch? Probably. Okay. It's been a while. God, it feels like it's been forever. Um, actually, congratulations to Self Arena. It's technically been a year since it started. It started in January. I was seeing a lot of tweets in the last couple weeks of people being like, it's been a year since I competed in my first PvP tournament. And it's like Boulder Cup. And I'm like, holy cow, it's been a year. It's been it's been a year. That's absolutely wild. It's been a year since we started making PvP content. We started doing tournament streams. We started with a Boulder Cup tournament stream. So that's absolutely bonkers. Clip so, it. Oh, clip the congratulations. It's been a year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hold on. Can I do that? Uh, I'll go back and do it later. Uh, nope. I can't clip that. Why can't I clip that? That's weird. Because we're <laughs> we're hosting. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Well, Sableye, yeah. definitely an interesting Swiss back and forth fighter. Yep. Or for Ghost. Uh, it is, again, ranked 10 within this meta. Um, the one Ghost that is ranked higher, Alola Marowak, comes back for a third cup where it's very relevant mm-hmm. within season two. Yep. And we've had four cups, five cups. Five. This is five, isn't October, it? October, November, December, January, February. October, November, January, February. No. December, January, February. So yeah, this is cup five. Okay. So it's three out of five. Yep. Unless I'm missing a, its relevance in another cup, because it wasn't relevant. In, it wasn't in Ferocious, and what's the other one that I'm thinking that 
it was in night was it nightmare sinister sinister it was in sinister it was in last month's cup which fusion. was fusion it's in this month's cup or in the uh, upcoming month this upcoming month it wasn't in timeless timeless that's right it wasn't eligible it wasn't eligible in both ferocious and timeless because it was uh it wasn't a land-based mammal in ferocious, in ferocious and it was past gen seven gen seven which was past the the ban list um a nice split tie between fire spin and hex for its fast move which in um fusion it also had depending on what role you wanted to run it um, it had a split. Um, I'm interested to see the fire one though, uh-huh. because most of the steals are going to hit it back harder. Mm, actually, that'd be an interesting. Let's check some stuff in a moment. Um, Shadow Ball and Bone Club as its two mains. It does have Fire Blast, which has some usage, which is interesting. That's going to beat out uh, ice and steel. Um, I guess that kind of depends on what you want to run for your fast move. Um, Shadow Ball Bone Club has been its primary charge move kit for a while since uh, Sinister. Since and it October. just has great coverage. Yes. Um, and it gets stabbed for Shadow Ball. And especially since waters are nowhere near, uh, this is huge for it. Yeah. So um, you are asking about Fire Spin. Versus steals. So Rose Cup, Rose Cup, one shield. Um, it has a hundred wins and thirty-one losses and two draws. Um, let's see, worst to best. Actually, let's go best to worst. Uh, Timber, Throw, Excelgore, all of these Pokemon that are not relevant. All the Pokemon you would expect Fire to beat. Excalib- uh Cavalier is up here. Um, <laughs> Smoochum. Um, Galarian Weezing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, t- tackle my dude give it something better uh porygon z is on this list wait me and uh proto man actually did a scrim today because the the go battle league went down when they launched it uh-huh. i ran a match where i ran lock on porygon with hyper beam and then he threw out a marowak a little marowak and i'm just like Gah. deleted yeah i couldn't do anything as alfendal's streams get beamed i think yeah. That's the reference that he does. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of time to watch other people's content. I need to. Which probably should. Uh let's see. Uh bug, 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 bug. Oh, some fairy. Uh more bug steel. Machop. Metacham is up here. Uh f- other fire. Um, I mean, yeah, it would beat Metacham because the ghost would resist the fighting. Uh beat Skarmory. Yeah, definitely with the fire. Uh, let's see. Where's our other steel? Actually, why don't I just search steel? Steel. Uh, so Scavalier beats Durant. Uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, Clink Clank. Uh, Scizor. Wait, is Scizor within this cup? It's red. It's red. <gasps> yes. Um, or no, because there's too much fire. Too much fire that, and too much flying. That makes no sense. I'm sorry. Um, I love you, Scizor, but not now. Uh, Magnazone, um, because Magnazone is primarily running electric type moves, which isn't going to do a ton to it. Um, uh, let's see, beats Fortress, surprise, uh, double weak to the, uh, fire spin. Um, let's see, it loses to Agron, it loses to Steelix, but by not much. Nope. Um, looking at PV Poke, it's the battle rating. If it's at 500, it about ties. 
So it actually barely wins against Probopass and barely loses against Steelix. And that's Probopass with Rock Throw, Rock Slide, Magnet Bomb, and Steelix with Dragon Tail, Earthquake Crunch. Yeah. So an Again, interesting... that's, it comes down to shields. Yeah. Yeah, but that's with um, Fire Spin. Fire Spin. So it's mm, maybe it's close. Um, Again, it's what role you want it to play. Yes. Um, let's see. What else are we missing? Let's, other types. We haven't really covered ground. Yes, and ground is huge. Um, more or less covered flyers. Yep. Inadvertently. Um, Venomoth is still allowed, and Venomoth performs very well. Um, let's go over ground. Um, I don't see. I want to go over ground. I want to go over Drapion. Um, and then Rhyperior. Rhyperior is rock ground, right? Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go over. Let's go over ground. Um, and then any other odd picks like Drapion, because I do want to talk about Drapion. Drapion's an interesting, interesting Pokemon in this matter. So uh, Gliscor, Gligar are both high up on this list. Um, they are the flying ground. We've talked about them. Uh, Rhyperior as a third evolution. What level does it have to be? About nineteen. So not big. No. But it is rank nine on this list. Big uh, in the way it wrecks things. Uh, Smackdown, Superpower, and Surf. But it also has Earthquake and Stone Edge available. One of the few ones that have access to a water move and that's Skull allowed. Edge. Yes, as a pseudo water, it's very interesting. Um, the rock already helps it beat fire, um, but having Surf absolutely deletes it. It's probably a better fast move than Stone Edge, or a charge move. Surf is better than Stone Well, Surf is a three bar. Stone Edge is a one bar. I know. So, what I'm saying yes. is in the matchups where you need to have that move, uh-huh. Surf also hits back against Blaziken harder than mm, Rock would. Yep. Um, Superpower has that double debuff against yourself, uh, attack down and defense down, um, but does just an absolute gigantic amount of damage. Um we don't really know what uh what's the move? Rock Wrecker. Rock Wrecker would look like um because we don't have absolutely any stats, it's not available in PV Poke to try and sim. Um so that would be a very interesting one. That'd also be a very late addition to um Rose Cup because the that community day would be the twenty either the twentieth or the twenty second. Um, which gives it not a whole lot more time within the month of February to become relevant. Um, it would give it about, actually, so it would be the 22nd, it would give it a week. Um, the last day, the 29th of February, the last day of the month is a Saturday, so it would give it exactly a week to be re- relevant within um, Rose Cup. Just like Empoleon with Hydro Cannon, it would probably shake up the meta a bit. Um it wouldn't absolutely destroy the meta, but it would definitely be um, something uh, something to look out for. Right. Um, but it's something if, that I think it'll be one of those things that releases in the later half of the cup and might affect the meta in some ways. If it does get selected. Think like Empoleon for last month. Yeah, yes. and if it does get yeah, selected. If it does get selected. Because you guys, I know you're all voting for Volpix for me. Mm, yep. Uh, all right. So Rhyperior's huge. Uh, Steelix as a ground because it's got like earthquake and it's a steel ground and earthquake is its only ground move. 
that kind of stinks, but Earthquake's really good, so, you know, it, it does a ton of damage. Um, Rhydon, and then Rhyhorn. Somehow the evolutions are above Rhyhorn, which is impressive. Its move pull just sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like, Haunter is always going to be above Gengar, but this is the opposite with Rhyhorn. So, yeah. um, also, I hate, I, I have a love hate relationship with Rhyhorn because trying to find a Great League eligible Rhyhorn is very <laughs> no, difficult. It's hard to find. They spawn very frequently in sunny weather when they're boosted and they have a higher overall stat and um, level. So, you know, that stinks. Um, I think it's just overall level. I don't think their stat product adjusts. Um, Rhydon, Mudslap or Rock Smash. You're probably running Mudslap. Um, Rhydon also has Surf. It has Surf as its primary move for 85% of the time. Uh, Earthquake, Stone Edge, Megahorn is Legacy on it. Um, so you're running Surf, and if you want to run a second move, it's either Earthquake or Stone Edge. Those are kind of tied and also not very great uh, as far as usage percentage why i couldn't really tell you um but surf is absolutely gigantic it doesn't get stab from surf and it's honestly i think one of the only rock grounds that gets water a water move like this and it doesn't really connect in my brain as to why it would have <laughs> surf it's such an odd move to give it but so there's actually a secret lore behind that okay in gen one uh-huh Rhyhorn, Rhydon could learn Surf. Okay, so it was a, it was a potential HM slave. Yeah, interesting. It could learn Strength. It could learn Surf. Um, could it, learn, it could cut? learn? I think it could learn Cut. Flash? No. Okay. But well, Flash wasn't an HM. The joke was um, there was an actual episode in the anime, and I can't remember which one exactly, but there's a trainer that rides his Rhydon through the lake. That's weird. I I assume it doggy paddles. No, it's probably no. What? It straight up swims like a person. Our head over. Oh, Rhydon. Okay. Yeah. Because Rhyhorn would or uh. Yeah, Rhyhorn would be is a four legged. Rhydon is two legged. That's. That's a weird mental yeah. image. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, no, it uses its horn as a. <laughs> it swims backwards. Yeah. Um, okay, Rhyhorn is below that. Uh, again, Mudslap over Rock Smash. Uh, Stomp. Uh, Return is a little bit higher, and Bulldoze, Horn Attack. So, yeah, you're probably running Rhydon or Rhyperior. Uh, Rhyhorn doesn't play in the same role. Stomp, I think, hits neutral a lot. No, it doesn't. I take that back. It doesn't hit Ghost. It doesn't hit Fighting, and it doesn't hit Steel. So that yeah. kind of holds it back a It's lot. interesting. Um, it's an interesting pick for sure. Um, not before we hit a huge drop off. Nido King is on this list with Fury Cutter. Fury Cutter is another legacy move that surprisingly didn't come back in this last um, update. Um, True. Fury Cutter allows Nido King to be uh, relevant within this meta. Um, uh, Poison Jab is its second type or its second fast move. Iron Tail is its third. Um, poison jab is going to give you uh, extra stab and is actually not a terrible fast move. It performs fairly well. Um, it does have earth power and earthquake with mega horn and sludge wave as your lower um, usage. So um, 
Nido King is niche, doesn't perform fantastic, but um It's a great anti fairy. Yes. A great anti fairy. Um help me out, the ground hits and the ground hits other poison too. Mm-hmm. Um so it helps you um win against It also hits the fire. Yes, so it helps you hit uh, skunk. It helps you beat Golbat. Um Charizard or Blaziken. Um, so yes, it is a, a little bit more niche. Um, if it had Fury Cutter, it might be. If it had Fury Cutter non-legacy, it would probably be more relevant in more cups. Um, overall, stat-wise, it's not fantastic. Not it is yeah. still a third tier within Great League, so you get where I'm going. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm gonna go to Drapion. Drapion's ranked 15 in this uh, via PV poke. Um, I like the utility in which it brings. Bite, Ice Fang, Infestation, and Poison Sting. Your top three, Bite, Ice Fang, Infestation. All, I think more specifically, actually, Bite and Ice Fang are really really great options. And another thing similar to Metacham, where if you see a Drapion uh, on your opponent's team, um, consider its role but always be wary of what potential moves it could be running because Mm -hmm. it is as versatile as it is. Um, It's charge moves make it no different. Uh, Aqua Tail, Felstinger, and Sludge Bomb, and Crunch, actually. All of these are fantastic. It is another pseudo water in a a meta where water is banned. Aqua Tail is huge. Um, Aqua Tail beats the smack out of Charizard and Blaziken. Most of the grounds, most of the rocks. Um, Sludge Bomb helps it beat out uh, fairies. Fairies um, hit it for neutral. Crunch helps you beat the ghosts. Uh, Felstinger beats the psychic and beats the dark. Yes. Um, which but Felstinger's never. Felstinger's an offensive. It's a power up punch clone. Yes, it's actually acid. It's acid spray because it doesn't do as much damage as. But it's a buff, not a debuff. Yes. And it's only one stage increase in attack. Oh, no. Here we go. Ghost Stadium is raiding with a party of 86. Holy oh cow. Here we go. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Just I, got alive. I hate to tell you. Uh, do we have any other Pokemon to cover for Rose Cup? I mean, we've gone over the fairy. We've gone over we've fairy. We've gone over fighting. We've gone over fighting. We've gone over fire. We've gone over ghost. We've covered most of everything. So haven't we? I think at this point we could start talking about off picks. I've actually started to build some really weird off picks. What do you got? I have Vile Plume. Ooh, ooh, that's one I haven't really considered. What do you? What do you, what do you got for Vile Plume? Rank I'm twenty-five on PD Poke. Oh, that's sweet, sweet Razor Leaf damage. Hits back against Rhyperior, which is going to be huge. Oh yes! Any of your grounds are going to be uh, the new nu- the neutral damage alone. The neutral damage alone with Razor Leaf is going to be. It's also going to resist all the fighting. Oh my gosh! You're, holy cow! Uh, thank you guys for the raids. <laughs> Start at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you f- follow the podcast link down below, you can listen to everything you missed. Yes, um, we. This is. Uh, for for those of you just, for those spicy. of you just joining us, um, uh, yes, we've already co- covered Steel Twastle. Um, for those of you of uh that are just joining us, uh, we are this is uh a recording of the Battle Science Podcast. Oh my gosh, uh, they a, brought snobs. I uh, love them. <laughs> a biweekly Pokemon Go PvP podcast. Um, 
the uh Thank you guys for joining you us. You broke Steven. Uh, unfortunately, we are two hours into the recording of the episode. We've covered a whole lot of content. Uh, this will be going up. Uh, I'm going to try and put it up as um, as soon as possible on Friday um, so that everyone can, can listen to it before the weekend because this weekend is going to be big with the voting for February's Community Day and the very beginning Hashtag of... Team <laughs> Hashtag Team Volpix. Hashtag Team Volpix. Hashtag We Need Will-O-Wisp. Um, um, for our, for our episode, please no. Maybe, if it wasn't a work night, maybe yeah. If it wasn't a work night, I do have to work tomorrow. I've got a meeting. I got to be awake and sane for for this meeting. So, um, uh, if you if podcast you guys podcast will go up on Friday. Podcast will go up on Friday. Anywhere podcast you can you listen to podcasts. That's um Google, uh, iTunes, or whatever they're calling it now. Spotify, um, Spotify, um, or uh battlescience.podbean.com um, links are listed below if you're here on the twitch so we are most of the way through all of our coverage of rose cup and you guys just came from uh what i would have to assume um was a fantastic um going over of uh rose cup analysis from um oh help me out was it it was uh Alfendal and was twassel there um chat help me out who was all there uh let's start over <laughs> please, <laughs> please no uh oh okay Alphandal sure analysis toshi. oh toshi okay it was ken and drunk yoshi <laughs> <laughs> star for knowledge um i'm i'm sorry guys <laughs> god please don't hashtag start over that's um so we also started off with talking about um uh, the changes in the rework with CMP. The the last time we recorded an episode two weeks ago, um, that was before the uh, attack weighted CMP or attack deciding CMP tie. Um, just watched Toshi get beat. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> from the top hashtag from the top. Um, guys, this is great. <laughs> um, uh, so we talked about the CMP tie. We talked about the legacies coming back. Uh, we talked about community day voting. Uh, we talked about go battle league because I called it. Dang it. I called it. It was going to get announced today. Uh, even if it didn't, um, uh, even if it didn't go out completely. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that jiggly dad. I actually considered that. I was like, we're running a rose cup and the rose Pokemon's not allowed. Oh, uh, but you know what is loud? Cherim. <laughs> I have a rank one Cherim, and I'm not afraid to use it. That razor leap damage is going to be bonkers. But yeah. um, did you talk about queued switching? So, to be honest with you, uh, so I did make mention about the queued switching that it um, uh, switching and charge attacks don't um, they they get prioritized after the. Fast directly attack. after the fast that current fast attack is done um to be honest with you i can't give you a whole lot of information on qsa and how that works because i'm not that uh great of a battler and um it's those advanced kinds, meta strategy those advanced yeah those advanced strategies and um the mechanics are i'm not very familiar with so um if you're looking for that information, I I might know some people. 
Well, yeah, there's definitely <laughs> there are definitely better people to talk to about that. Um, I'm sure I am definitely for sure there's a a handful of excellent Reddit threads out there. <laughs> I love Jiggly um, Dad's comment for you. I'm a battle scientist. Yeah, not a battle yeah, <laughs> yeah. I swirl liquids and beakers and and write notes down. Not, I don't know, blow stuff up with explosives. But yeah, more or less, QSA is gone. Um, yes. Hashtag no battle league. Oof, oof. Yeah, I, I feel you on the battle league. I got super stoked. All right, little spoiler for those who are adults like me that are part of the working force. I ran into the bathroom to try and do my first match at work. Oh, you did? You're just like, I, I, it's like, I was like, oh, it's oh, it's live. You're getting live. all these push notifications. Look, oh, it's live. You're just like, I, I suddenly have to pee. I suddenly have to pee. I'm sorry, boss. I, I will be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I was in there for a good 15 minutes. I might have said some colorful words every time it dropped connection. Oh, no. <laughs> the guy sitting in the stall next to you is like, what is going on in there? Oh, no. They, if I'm in there, they know it's me. Oh, okay. Do you, do you not have a... It's only one, one bathroom? Yeah. Okay, one stall bathroom. Okay. I feel you there. Um, the uh, hashtag we need Will-O-Wisp. Yes. 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 Um, yeah, they shouldn't have given it Weatherball. They should have given it, should have given it Will-O-Wisp. Could you imagine um, Alolan Vulpix with Will-O-Wisp? That would have been really bizarre. Alolan with Will-O-Wisp? Yeah, it's still a fire-type move. That Why would have been so weird. For? I don't know. Because it it's it, having if, fire used to counter it already. Because if uh, if Will O Wisp is like what we think, if if Will O Wisp comes out like we think, and it is a fire type acid spray, it really doesn't do a whole lot of damage, but it does allow for the buff debuff. Why are we okay? Everyone's saying that they. <laughs> everyone's saying that they. <laughs> they ran away to the bathroom, the bathroom as yeah. well. Um, this is gonna be re- great on the podcast. Oh geez. <laughs> um, yeah, the chat just popped off. Um, Del Fox, ooh. Spicy picks, spicy picks. Want to reel back over into spicy picks? Sure, let's go ahead back um, and go. So like I mentioned, I'm really interested in running Victory Bell, or not Victory Bell, sorry, Vileplume, Vileplume um, because it is one of the limited grass types. It comes with poison coverage, resistance to fighting, resistance to... Uh, ooh, you're right, resistance to fighting. That's... Yeah. My biggest threats are going to be the fire and flying. Yes, which are both prevalent. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Was it um was it what John's doing that was saying he's not running a fighter? I think so. That's... Actually, this would be a good chance to segue into his article if you want to look at that. Oh yeah, let's look at that. Um, Give some people to talk about that. Um, yeah, and then I would be walled by steel, so I need a ca- answer for steel as well. Uh, let's see. Okay, so yeah, and to... the resistance to charm. It's more to counter the fairy and the. Uh, the Rhyperiors. Please bear with me. No, I don't want to create. Darn it. I keep, I get the create a post and the search for a post uh, <laughs> mixed, bars up. mixed up on Reddit. So, um, so what we're pulling up here is uh, one of our good friends, for those who might not know him, what John is doing, wrote a really interesting article on Reddit for the Rose Cup. Very uh, divisive as well. Um, let me see. Um, he has, um, nope. Well, that's him. Let me go to his posts. Uh, actually, let me, give me a sec while I, I will find the post and then I will come back to the post cause I don't want to look at, um, okay. His, I believe this is a more accurate meta simplified layout. The arrows are messy, but more accurate. Um, 
So the one thing that I I looked at for that I kind of questioned the initial um, meta simplified is this was before um, the meta simplified was before the charge move priority rework was done, which I believe also modified the PV poke rankings of Pokemon for Rose Cup, mm-hmm. fire shot up a whole lot because both Blaziken and Charizard have high attack stats and hit uh, with priority. Um, so, but the meta simplified puts both Charizard and Blaziken off to the side as, oh, hey, they're fire types, um, which kind of confuses me. I don't know the order in which, like, should the meta simplified be adjusted or what happens there? I don't really know. I agree um, with Honda. He says, why can't Galarian Weezing have a better move? Oh, it'd be so, it'd be, <laughs> that would be a really fun pick for this if it had literally anything but tackle. Literally anything but tackle. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. Um, don't give it charm though. That would be <laughs> disgusting. Too crazy. Cause it's, it then would take neutral from poison. Um, Let's see. What else would it? Uh, does it take neutral from steel? Or no, it just gets deleted by steel, hmm. which it would get anyway if it was just fairy. So, yeah. mm, Galarian Weezing would be a fun one, yeah, for sure. I definitely love to see it. I think they should give it tackle. at least one or two moves that make it unique, and then just people use it, and they if they're not paying attention to updates. I would be very interested in like. Um, I'm trying to think of the four Pokemon that are eligible for the community day. Volpix. Machop. And, or if like Vulpix and Eevee, it's a two-stage evolution. Um, but if Weezing, if if there is a way to evolve um, coughing into Galarian Weezing, and or if it was just a Galarian Weezings are in all raids, and there was a Weezing Community Day. I agree with what uh, Twastel said. Galarian Weezing would be a charm user that beats other charms. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait, is it? It's bulky, right? I assume it's bulky. It can't be attack weighted. Galarian Weezing? Yeah. It's yeah, it's not attack weighted. It's it's tanky. Yeah. It's tanky Fairly without being tanky, it's, but it's not it's tanky without being steel. Yeah. Yes. Um There are quite a few other Pokemon that only have uh, one fast move. Uh Melmetal. Um Okay. But looking at uh what John's doing article here. Um, let's see, fire and flying against your, uh, rock ground of Rhyperior Rhydon. Um, what was, what John's doing, he's got some really, he's got a really interesting team comp. Um, and he was going back and forth with Blackshin on the Discord about it. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this. It's getting late. I've been, had a really busy day too, like bonkers day. Um. Do you want to help explain this? Because I'm blanking on explaining this. <laughs> I need the link. Oh, yeah, I will send you a link. Give me a sec. Um, or no, he posted it in the Discord, right? Yes. I'll just jump there real quick. Um. Yeah. Uh, Jiggly Dad makes a, a good point of uh, you can't evolve Cantonian versions into their Alolan versions. We might see, I hate to say this, we might see Alola stone, Alolan stones when Gen 7 comes out normally, um, which will be another, what, four, four years? 
at the three, rate of the drip feed we're going. Two to four years until <laughs> we see the rest of Gen 7. Um, so what was your question more or less on his article here? Uh, I kind of want to just sort of break it down in a way that makes sense. Twastle says no Machamp or Alolan Marowak on this graphic is shocking. Um, Machamp, for the most part, um, is a bit surprising. Uh, or is a bit surprising. I think Alolan Marowak is a little bit more surprising on this on this meta. Um, he does make a comment later on that he broke down some of the more uh, common picks that you would see, um, and only those. I don't know. Oh, God, I'd have to search through comments here. Um, Okay, here it is. Um, the point of the graphic wasn't to point out everything that had a high degree of relevance, or relevance, just the Pokemon I believe to be the best at representing their respective roles. One of the biggest thing about this meta is the viability of side grades in just about every role. So um, additional fires, um, like Blazekin. Um, you've got ton of diversity within the ghosts. Um, your fighters, which I can't say for certain would go along with Metacham and Gliscor up in this section. Um, I will post this link in the comments for y'all. Y'all. I say y'all a lot, but I am most certainly not Southern. I was born in Kentucky, but that's because my father was stationed there in the Navy uh, and then immediately grew up for the rest of my life here in Washington State. So I am... A good ninety nine point nine percent not southern. <laughs> Yet I say y'all and, and Twastle. I know Drapion isn't pictured here, and I think that's just because, from what I've heard John explain to me, is he believes it's too weak with all the mud diversity running around between the right, the right online, and just all the things that wall it more or less. It is a great pick to counter against specific things, uh -huh. but I think he likes to look at the overall performance not just individual matchups i think uh right on uh let me see riperior 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 and right on are going to be absolutely gigantic in this meta especially if they do win the community day i'm yes yes i think uh, again i my personal opinion is that the jury is still out on rock wrecker um, we have no idea what kind of format it will take within the, the meta. So I'd love to hear chat's thought. Do they feel like it'll be more of a multi-hitting move for low cost, fast firing, or will it be something like a rock equivalent to shadow ball? But I guess we kind of already have that with rock slide. <laughs> more colors and boxes needed. It just needs to be <laughs> a cran. I love the crayon drawings. Um, it does do a ton of neutral, yeah. Um, I'm gonna. But I guess one of the things John had told us multiple times is a lot of this meta is going to come down to what they have as moves, and fishing out those moves are going to be part of the strategy. I think finding out what your opponent's running for moves, because things like uh, Charizard, Charizard, even though it is legacy with the wing attack. Some people will run it with the wing attack because it's a good choice. There are some options with uh, Metacham, like we mentioned earlier. It could run Psycho Cut or it could run Counter. It can have Ice Punch or it can have Power-Up Punch. Uh -huh. You can incredibly bait out shields with the Power-Up Punch, but this 
all these different moves and all these different things, like we mentioned earlier with Provo Pass. Provo Pass and Steelix yeah. as as uh, tankier Pokemon have great versatility within their moveset. Um, and every time you see it on your opponent's team, you have to... Uh, one way to sort of gauge is look at the rest of the team and see what role they're probably running that Pokemon is, but also take that opinion or take that um, that analysis with a grain of salt because they could be running something else. Those Pokemon are just that diverse. And Pika's right in the sense that don't sleep on Venomoth because now that it has its legacy moves back, it'll poison definitely fang. make a big wave. Confusion Poison Fang is um, ridiculous. And then it has um, Silverwind? Yeah. Yes. Um, so that... Is it? It's a debuff. It's a debuff. Yep. Um, it's a thirty percent though. It's eh, still... or no, that's a buff. Silver one's a buff. Okay, and at thirty percent, it's still it can come in clutch. Yeah, it's just like ominous wind. It can if if you get it, you, it comes in clutch. Um, and I like Jiggly Dad. I choose not to acknowledge that Rock Wrecker exists. If I don't, it won't. <laughs> More or less. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Any other spicy picks? I I. Vile plumes. I like overall. vile plumes. A spicy pick. Uh-huh. Um, I know you mentioned running Cherum. I want to look at Cherum. You got that rank oh, one Cherum. I have that rank one Cherum. Uh, it is overcast, so of course Razor Leaf is up there. It does have Dazzling Gleam, uh, and it has Hyper Beam, but it's a question of uh, getting to that point. Um, I'm actually curious. So it beats out. Rhyperior and Rhydon pretty handily. Mm-hmm. Um, and it barely ekes. <laughs> I love Hey, uh, I, I know a spicy pick we can talk about. Hmm. Chansey. Oh! 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 Yes! Yes! Okay, so I did a uh, like a uh, just hangout, let's see, last Monday, hangout stream last Monday, looking over Rose Cup. Um, and another local player, uh, things cats or things cats can't eat. Uh, and I were talking about running, uh, the biggest tank of them all Chansey and actually, so, (laughs) (laughs) so I didn't learn this until jungle cup last season. You can't run double of the same particular species of Pokemon, but you can run a Pokemon and its evolution. I went up against uh, somebody in Jungle Cup that ran um, Magneton and Magnezone because for whatever dumb reason I I had, I didn't run Vigoroth. I didn't have a counter to steal. So he ran double steal every time and beat me out. So you can run Chansey and Blissey and try and take out that timer. Because who's going to be running two fighters to absolutely delete Chansey and Blissey? And even then, uh, I ran the I ran the math. Um, a Machamp versus Chansey takes sixty seconds in a one shield scenario, um, and your timer is four minutes. So if you have uh, Chansey, if you're able to switch out to Blissey, if you are able to use Chansey Blissey. Uh, if you use Drifling with Icy Wind to drop the attack stat, you can play a stall team to probably not great success. You can maybe win one game out of a round of three, but you can play that stall team if you're as spicy as possible. So if you run Chansey, you run Blissey, and let's say let's say you run uh, Drifblim for that Icy Wind, 
for that attack down, you can play the stall team. I've run the math. It's possible. Is it probable for a win? Not really. So you're, uh, if, if people are unaware what a stall team is, a stall team is uh, a team that is built to run out the timer. Um, <laughs> I am putting this on blast, on broadcast. Everyone will know about this. The problem about everyone knowing about it is that people are going to counter it. But then again, it makes With it all pun intended. It makes it all the spicier when it succeeds. So, um, running cheese maximum maximum cheese. cheese. Oh yeah, um, is Napoleon Dynamite still in the 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 chat? Um, uh, I'm not sure because I have a uh, uh, I have a I have a slight complaint about PV poke. Or is it right? Napoleon Dynamite is. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, I have a slight complaint about PV poke for those that are listening. Um, when I type in cheese, Chansey doesn't show up. <laughs> so that's, that's my one complaint. Um, oh, Drifblim and Drifloom both have icy wins. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Don't give this man ideas. So, um, for for those that aren't aware of a, the stall team, it is uh, built. Stall teams are built to um, uh, stall teams are built to run out the timer. The odd thing about stall teams is that you have a particularly different set of win conditions. It is not about beating the other Pokemon, uh, be, beating the other team out. Um, it is about running out the timer. That win condition number one is just having more Pokemon. Period. You have to, if you have three Pokemon, if you're, uh, let's just say that your team of three is Blissey, Chansey, and Driftblim. If all three survive and one of your opponent's Pokemon is, is KO'd, then you win. Win condition number two, if you tie in Pokemon, is the current Pokemon has to have a higher HP. Now, I have don't remember exactly if it's uh, HP total or your HP numerical value or if it is a percentage of your hp because if it is your hp total you swap into chance your blissey near the very end you're probably going to have an h a higher hp percent hp percent okay so then you're going to want to switch into the freshest pokemon you have and hope to goodness they can't out dps (laughs) you to to then win that's why the stall team is really spicy really really spicy because your win conditions are uh your win conditions are nowhere near what you should be aiming for in any other version of play um i think in the 12 months we've had the pokemon go pvp uh and having gone to tournaments i think i've only heard of battles stalling out maybe twice and those are specific battles and not an entire round so the stall team is really spicy. Napoleon um, Dynamite is asking Lickitung Spice. Ooh, ooh, ooh! That's something I haven't. Uh, I think we've talked about off podcast. Look at tongue rank thirty five. Lick Stomp Power Whip. Um, oh, could, could it please have um, Body Slam? 
That's Can disgusting. Have... Stop yes. it. I want the spam, the body spam, the, the lick, body slam spam jam. The please. lick and power whip is definitely something not to overlook. That is interesting. It's similar to Mill Tank in what was it, Jungle? Jungle no. or fu- Ferocious. Ferocious, yes. Mill Tank is very interesting in that it's a bit bulkier and it has a really weird um Oh, Mill Tank is allowed in this cup too. Oh, we should look at that too. Um Lick a Licky. Oh, it's got Lick and Shadow Ball. Lick a licky. Oh. Licking up the competition. And it's got earthquake too. Oh. Stop it. If you want something weird, go for it. Um, let's look at Milk Tank though. Rank 92. Tackle, body slam, ice beam. It's got thunderbolt. So body slam, spam jam is going. Um, but resisted by all the fighting steel and ghost. Yes. Yeah, that really doesn't help it a lot. Um, thunderbolt really only is hitting the flying. Yes. Uh, ice Beam's Which there. Ice Beam could do too, but yeah. Ice Beam also hits the Gligers. Yeah, it hits that ground. Um, no, I, I like Lickitung and Licky Licky better than Mill Tank. Yeah. Licky Licky is very interesting with Shadow Ball. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, Let's see. Straight Lick Farm from the Ghosts checks out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They could farm out the Ghosts. Yep. How fast? Mm, hold on. Uh,. I'm going to look at one particular matchup with Lickalicky in particular. And you may or may not be able to guess what it is. Sableye? Metacham? Nope. Hunter. Oh. How long does it last? Uh, <laughs> wow. Let's see. 42 seconds. Uh, and you get to a Shadow Ball. Um, what if we just say... Can I say no? Uh, no shields like, on Lickitung. No, I want. Um, I want Lickalicky to not use a Shadow Ball at all. I want it to just farm. Then remove um, its charge moves. Oh, <laughs> right. None. And none. Uh, impossible scenario, but let's try it out. <sighs> it has a hundred. <laughs> it has a hundred and nine HP left. <laughs> Wow. Um, in a one shield scenario, um, your opponent doesn't have to use a shield. So yeah. realistically, you give your opponent a, the two shield advantage or a shield advantage in the, in the next matchup. But that is absolutely ridiculous if you're going up against ghosts and you just want to annihilate them. Yeah. Um, there is. Why would it shield, though? Um No shields. Try that. I think you're gonna get the same result though. Oh no! Wait, why would lick a licky shield? Yeah, that is a that is key. How, what does it survive with? Eighty three. So it still survives. Very good. Um. Oh, thanks, Cats Candy. You just missed us talking about. We were uh, just talking. Just about talking here. about um the Chancy Blissy disgusting team. Which, by the way, I also learned that um uh. Driftblim has Icy Wind, but also Drifloon. So if you want to run two things with Icy Wind and really debuff the attack stat, you can go for that too. So, oh, yes. Satisfying. Um, yeah, wow. There's a lot of fun options for this cup. I, think I, we, I we would say- highly point people to look outside the box for the meta. Yes. We Pick say one that- or two things from the meta and then fill the team with fun stuff. We say that about a lot of cups, and I think... Um, some of it comes through. 
Yes. Uh, definitely. I, mean, I was able to run Heracross for Fusion, and I loved it. Well, Heracross wasn't necessarily a spicy pick or an no. off-meta pick. It was fairly, fairly meta. relevant. Um, I mean, I tried using Alolan Executor for Fusion, and it really doesn't work out. No. It's fun, though. It's a rank 11, and it would be fun, but... Um, yeah, meme strats. The um, or stall team, stall team six. <laughs> Stop. Uh. <laughs> um, do we have any more spicy picks before we want to uh, call it the end of a podcast? I think people can leave comments, and we can come back and check them out. Yes, because we will have this is right before February. We'll have our next episode right before, um, right in the middle of February. Mm-hmm. Um. This is our last episode until the tournament. Yes. Uh, if you are not already aware, uh, Jesse and I, as That's Battle me. Science, are going to be um, running the live stream for the Portland Mega Tournament. Um, um, oh, gosh, chat. Thank you for giving all of these spiced grimers a spice. Uh, cast form is a sp- wait cast. Oh, normal cast. Uh, normal cast form. <laughs> Don't. Is it time uh, for Palpatine to come back? <laughs> do it. Um, I ran normal cast form in jungle. Don't run it here. Uh, there's too much fighting. Um, and your normal's not gonna do enough. Um, as uber spice as it is. Oh, sunny. Yeah, sunny cast form. Sure. I was thinking normal cast form. Don't run normal cast form. Um, there will be a time and a place for a normal cast form. Uh, sunny C, yes. Um, also, uh, Macargo is interesting. Alolan Graveler is also more interesting. Um, um, but going back to uh, Sunday, February 9th, uh, the Portland War of the Roses mega tournament uh, happening um technically in vancouver washington but warehouse 23 it is across the river from portland so we're not going to get into the details too much um we're going to try and go live shoot 11 i think was the time 11 is when the doors is it 11 or 10 doors open doors open i think at 11 um don't quote me keep an eye out on twitter we will let you know um we're going to try and go live uh early um jesse the thought is jesse and i are going to do sort of an intro to rose cup uh as sort of a pre-show and then we will kick it off with can we announce who i assume at this point not yet no let it be a surprise who our commentators are mm-hmm. well it's not us because we're running tech streams so. yeah we'll be on um, the behind scenes running around we'll we'll pop on a couple times you'll probably hear my voice uh in a sort of mysterious uh third mic scenario off camera um relaying chat and commenting and stuff um if you guys are in the pacific northwest come on down um i think we've got right at 200 participants signed up right now um we'd love to see more we'd love to see you guys down there um it's going to be so awesome to be down there it's going to be our first megas that we're our first mega tournament we're going to be we're at um, 197 a part of please Please get us over to 200. I'd love to see us get to to the. Um, We're at 200. Um, yeah, you said it. Um, I'd love to see. Uh, I'd love to see all of you guys down there. Um, it's gonna be hype. It's gonna be awesome. If you can um, make it down Saturday, come hang with us. Yes, um, there's a chance we're gonna be doing a raid train thing, but I don't know details yet. And then potential 
party after. I don't know if that's public either. That might be for organizers only. I don't know. Um, again, don't quote me on that. If you don't see any, if you don't see tweets from us about that info, then it's probably not public. Um, but live stream is <laughs> going to be, yeah. Live stream is going to be um, here on public. this channel. It's going to be here, twitch.tv slash battle science. After the fact, we're going to put up VOD on the YouTube channel, which needs to get more content up. That's more work for me. It's, I, it's too much work. Um, things to come. Things to come. Um, we're getting all of our final equipment. We're working on the art. It's going to be the just the coolest experience. Huge. Um, I'm super excited to be able to be a part of um, something like this. Um, it's a huge opportunity. A huge shout out to everybody down in Portland. Um, Blackshin, Tylenol, Sweetums. Um, shout out to King for you know helping push um, the Portland community to make this happen. Um, shout out to everyone that's wanting to come out or is coming out. Um, it's gonna be uh, it's it's gonna be sweet. Um, I'm gonna keep rambling. West Coast hype. Yeah, West Coast hype. Um, best coast. West Coast is best coast. Hopefully, this isn't our. I, I'm not saying. Hopefully, this isn't. Our, this won't be our last mega tournament. But this is going to be. Um, I'd love to go go to some and actually participate in some mega tournaments. Um, travel's a bit difficult for us because we work. Um, work full time. Along with doing this, um, uh, Chicago in March is. Why isn't is Chicago not Chicago's hosting their own mega tournament? Why no? But why is it not on, in league with um, the GoFest? Why is it not along the same weekend as GoFest? Are they going to be running a second mega tournament along with GoFest? Because that's whack. Um, St. Louis in March. That's yeah. There's there's bonkers. been some discussions on that across different channels um that's something we don't have control over <laughs> yeah i um i'd love to go i'd love to go one on the east coast and hang out with a handful of our uh handful east of coast our peeps listeners. yeah handful of our peeps from the the east coast um uh i'd love to go meet it's um arrow 215 um kyle and dead uh the whole crew that's over there on the the uh, northeast coast or northeast area um there's a lot of I'd places love, we would love the opportunity to go and see it's just time and money lake coast is the fake coast <laughs> no i mean like there's uh you know west coast best coast east coast west coast i don't know what it, whatever phrase they have um but yeah like uh lake coast is fake is the fake coast is actually kind of cool um you know, I'd love to make it down to Texas at some point. Texas has some um, an amazing community. Um, shout outs to um, Mr. Livid, Texas P- T- uh, TX PVP, um, all the people down there. I'd love to make it down. Also, like both Pokemon Go PVP and all of the barbecue and delicious food down in Texas. Like, I need a car with better suspension to be able to handle the extra <laughs> weight that I'll put on when we yeah. go down there. But yeah. <laughs> um, it would be fun for us to at some point be able to go out and meet with all of you that support us. Support us. And then, ju- I, to be honest, it's the same thing that I want to do when we go down to Portland is I want to see where you guys go play Pokemon Go. Um, I want to see what, you know, uh, what's your usual route, you know, when you, you're like, okay, I'm going to go get some grinding done. Or um, what's your local tournament scene look like? Um, I want to get a better sense of 
the community and other places. The better sense of the community in other places and just like hang out with people like minded that are, you know, playing this game and are invested in this game. So as Nightbot um, would say, hashtag build the community. Yeah, if Nightbot still had that <laughs> from the um <laughs> the twenty four uh, hour live stream. Twenty four hour uh Ghost Stadium live stream. So um What an episode. Yeah, that was uh we are near three hours. <laughs> We were just about to end it at two, and then Go Stadium rated us. Thanks, guys. Uh, n- nothing against you, but holy cow. Um, I think that's going to about wrap up the episode. If you guys are watching on Twitch, uh, tomorrow Go Stadium has uh, will have a really interesting live stream going up. I don't know. Have you guys tweeted anything about that yet? Um, <laughs> Shit. Um, hold on. Uh, uh, um. Uh, um. You want me to check the DMs? Uh, yes. Gosh darn it, I can't remember. Uh, uh they're going to be talking about. I don't know if we can even say anything. I don't know. I wanted to check in. Um, with <laughs> uh, I can't remember. Jr. Honda. Jr. Honda, are you still in the chat? Um, can we talk about that? Can we say something? Can on we say it? something about that? Um, I know we were asked. We were asked to to help out with something, and unfortunately, uh, it's very last minute. Um, both and of us will be working still. Both of us are are working late. Um, is it out on Twitter? Let's verify it before. We yeah, say double check anything. on Twitter. Uh, if if he's gonna check it, I'm just gonna say, um, oh, okay, it was already mentioned on the Ghost Stadium stream. So they're gonna be doing like a um, yep, they have it here, 56 uh, minutes ago. Uh, a presidential debate esque uh format live stream of what pokemon should win the community day for february um i think that's a really cool idea i wish we could be a part of it i wish i could have talked about vulpix um because again it is my favorite pokemon hashtag we need will-o-wisp um i'm still looking for my my hundo i still don't have a hundo vulpix and it makes me really sad and i'm hoping i can get it during this event but guess what also i haven't found yet it's shiny magikarp um but you know (laughs) Sad, sad, cried street. Uh, I'll wallow in sadness later. Um, go check them Off out the tomorrow. Distance. Do hear it. Carp. Carp. Um, go check that out if you're watching on Twitch. Um, I assume the uh, Twitch uh, recording of it will still be up if you're listening to the podcast and you want to go watch some awesome content. Um, they'll be there. Um, Actually, this week, Jesse and I will be on uh, Throwdown Thursdays together uh, because my work schedule has changed and I can join him for Throwdown Thursday or Thursday Throwdowns or Throwdown Thursdays. Throwdown Thursdays. Um, So we'll probably be doing some Rose Cup because I need to get some practice in and Fusion is just about over. Um, And actually, maybe even some General Great League because get ready for go battle. Um, Yep. So we'll be doing some battles there. Um, if you want to follow us on Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7, this Thursday we'll be doing a stream and next Thursday prepping for, like Stephen mentioned, the cups. Yep. Uh, again, the crappy part about the system is you do have to be ultra friends or higher with us to be able to battle. To be able to battle. If not, you can join the stream and suggest Pokemon for us to use if we have them within the right circumstances. It's a lot of fun. We have people that tune in regularly. Plus, it's a great way for people to learn at a much more chill environment than the competitiveness that is the arenas. Not saying anything's wrong with that. It's just you go to those tensions in the air. It's incredibly competitive. Yeah. 
yeah, being able to to do doing Project Masters are huge to be able to get a better familiarity with your Pokemon and stuff. But um, that'll be this Thursday and next Thursday. Yes, and then don't forget to join us for the Portland Mega Cup. The Portland, the War of the Roses, uh, Sunday, February 9th, uh, starting around 11 a.m. PST. Where can they find more information? Uh, you can find uh, more information when we tweet very rarely uh, at, <laughs> uh, at battle underscore science on Twitter. Um, uh, whenever we go live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash battle science. Um, if you are interested in following us on the discord there is a link down below on the twitch and i believe somewhere in the description on the podcast services um i think it's actually in the description of each episode uh i'm going to double check that here right as we go uh not live right as we close out the episode um thank you uh, to everyone who showed up today yes uh you can also Listen to the Battle Science Podcast at your own leisure via um, podcast services around the globe. Uh, every other Friday um, is a new episode. We also have some a YouTube channel that is in the works. We've got a couple of our old tournament streams on there. Um, those are going to go live here and hopefully in the next couple of weeks. I've just got to make sure all of our... Um, thumbnails and descriptions are all good um and then uh some awesome new additional content and stuff that i'm working on that should go live here in the next hopefully in the next month or two i gotta get up off my button and work on that too so um boy howdy is there a lot of work to do but is it ever going to be amazing when it comes out so um thank you for sticking with us for an almost three hour long um episode thank you for everyone that has joined us in the raid from uh the um go stadium. go stadium stream um thank you uh uh jr honda uh and all you guys for for raiding us that was bonkers um we were prepared yeah i think we'll i'll probably stay live and chat after but this ends the episode of the battle science podcast uh and as i try to do every episode uh we will see you out on the battlefield <laughs>